Hey you guys, it is 7 o'clock and we are getting ready to have some drinks and maybe a couple of snacks after today's episode. Hey to everybody out there in YouTube, Vicky and Louisa and Electra Storm, Sam and Miss Queen Libra. You guys, hello. Oh, you are on mute, Sam, and my music is too loud. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, hey, guys. Good evening, y'all. How y'all doing? Loving, loving Miss Steffi Forster, Finnegan, dragging relentlessly. And didn't she look fantastic today? She looked oh, my like, God. She looked she, like melt butter melting on ice today. She just gorgeous. From head to toe. Who, Jerisa, Jerisa, Jerisa. Jerisa is a gem. She absolutely loves Jackie because Jack, she always hand delivers Jackie the best outfits for set. She really does dress her like a living Barbie. Like, I have, she don't miss. Like, that's mm -hmm. my Barbie doll used to be dressed like that, slaying Exactly. It's like, no. it, it seems like Jerisa actually has a lot of fun with Jackie and Krista. I mean, because both of them, did you see the outfit Krista was wearing today? Oh, that was cute. It was it so was cute. simple, but it was magnificent on her. It was the simplest outfit, but it was fan I have to say the, the the fashions today were excellent across the board, including Mealy Mouth Hope. I absolutely liked the fit of the uh, oversized shirt and jacket with the mule shoes to match the jacket. I love mm -hmm. it. It was quite good. simple. It was beautifully that I mean Jerisa did an excellent. Yeah, it, in the fit, it, 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 it fits. See, sometimes it's the way something might look on you. It might look perfect on one person, look like shit on another. Um, but this was a great look for Hope. It suited her body type perfectly. Mm -hmm. Perfectly. The she only people like who wasn't... The only people who wasn't given was the Spencer brothers because they had them in matching denim jackets. I was like, oh. Mm. Um, I even enjoyed Zenday's uh, rather unique uh, snake collars in his jacket. I think, I, have we seen that shirt before? I could swear we saw that shirt before. If it ain't something he done worn, you know, Bill wears those designer men's shirts. But I'll tell you in a minute what it is. Oh, um, okay. I even liked what Brooke had on today. And I sat there thinking to myself. They didn't put her in shiny black. Okay, the vixen is getting ready to come back out. Right. Mm -hmm. And, it was and it, put her in a fitted black shiny outfit talking about her husband ain't paying her no attention. Yep. And she whining and playing the role of the victim. I said, okay, I see what y'all doing. Outfits are all about mood. She woke up this morning like somebody had pissed in her Cheerios. Well, yeah, because somebody didn't nut in her vagina. That's why she was pissed. <laughs> She's still dry as a bone. She's down there itching because she dry. She needs some help. But Ridge is not trying to oblige her, and that is not Steffi's fault. No. And see, and that was the hilarious part about today. All this carrying on that her and Hope were doing about Steffi picking up the phone when she called and clicking in her ear, it completely obscures what the real problem is. It, it was hilarious. Correct. 
The real problem is that every time Ridge comes home, he finds his wife um, with one of her ex-lovers that she done beat out of one of her family members for. If it ain't Katie's husband, it's Bridget's husband that's always in his wife's face, reminding him of how loose she is. Mm, mm, mm. She's such a wonderful person. That little glint in her eye and the oh, Bill just made me sick with that shit. Bill's aggravating. I'm like, I I mentioned that yesterday, and it's the same today. Bill is talking like Brooke is the love of his life and not Katie. And then wonders why Katie don't want to give him a second chance. I'm like, I'm like, do you listen to the words that come out of your mouth, sir? He can't. Because they were like, why were you even at Brooks anyway? Well, I went to go talk about Katie. But you, oh, you went to go, okay, okay, sir. You went even even the sons was looking at him dubious. You saw him like like a little like a little teenager. Even oh my god, when Wyatt leaned in like that, I Mm -hmm. said at some point I'm gonna have to go back and screenshot this with my phone because that is the perfect. Do tell me more mean if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. When Brooke sleeps with Liam or however way she's going to figure out to be appropriate with him, that's the look that I want to post on all of these people who were saying, well, Brooke would never do that to Hope. Like, I <laughs> they're probably going to run and block me if they listen, but they probably already blocked me after I got through telling them that Brooke has always been um, loose and ain't she ain't never needed no WD forty in her life. It, it whether you got a Phillips head or a flathead um, or Allen, Brooke is always that crew is always gonna turn. She doesn't care. It's gonna happen. And so they got mad and mm-hmm. blocked me. And you know I make my little list to go back to talk to people and then be blocked because they don't like hearing the truth. But your girl's always been a hoe. Um, right. been a hoe on ice. She's she been trying to be good, but she can't sustain being good for no longer than 18 months. It goes against all her instincts. Every 18 months, Brooke finds herself in a scandal. And this has been even after Ridge chose her when uh, she rode in on that horse and, and, and Brooke saved him from marrying Taylor then. Ever since they got married after that, it's been like almost every 18 months, Brooke is doing something. Yeah, is kissing on people, but Brooke is doing something and he leaves her. It's like every 18 months. It's clockwork. It's like, what was funny today was, first of all, one, I've never been more certain today than I have ever been before. They just need to let Spencer Publications go back to print and gossip because... Liam and Wyatt are just made for that. They was they went to the Olive Garden to gossip. That's what they that's what they showed up for. Yeah, Bill called them, but they was there for the tea, not for the Italian uh dressing. Was that a damn hand party or what today? It sure was. <laughs> I was like, y'all, I'm like, y'all ain't y'all stop printing gossip after that whole incident with with, with uh Bill just trying to out Maya. That was the last time. Spencer Publications was involved in printing any real gossip. I said, y'all two need to go ahead and get back to it, because that's obviously what you two crave. Right. Where is Jared? Because Jared needs to be somewhere standing behind corners and eavesdropping and getting these gems and, and dropping shit as an anonymous 
uh, source. Where is he at? When do we get some some for real Spencer publication? I have no idea. I think they didn't forgot how to do that. I think they forgot how. I don't know. Actually, honestly, I have to honestly ask myself, what the hell are they publishing these days? I have no idea. They're not even working, guys. We haven't even seen Spencer publications since Justin left. Not really. I mean, literally, it, Bill's job now is to gossip about Brooke. That's it. That's the only thing much. we've seen Bill doing, like, in a year. Except for his little five minutes of um, helping Lee. Uh, you ain't lying. You're not lying. That's exactly what's been going on. You are not lying. It's a shame. There's no work going on down at Forrester at, at Spencer Publications. Um, Katie is just a talked about. They don't even need to talk about her with Bill anymore. I don't understand why the powers that be continue to have Bill talking to Brooke about Katie when they are making it clear in his dialogue, in his response to Brooke, that that's who he wants. Don't they understand how cringy that is for us to witness? It's because they want their cake and they want to eat it too. Because here's the thing. They can't, they need, they want Bill to be a possibility, as a possibility for Brooke. But to do that, he has to stay single. So that means he can't, that means Katie can't take his regular ass back. And at best, he can do some light flirtation with Lee, but you know, nothing really, you know, concrete like him starting a whole relationship with her. And so, and so they want to keep him in Brooke's sphere. But the problem is they have to come up with a legit reason to do it. Because aside from Katie being Brooke's sister and Bill's ex, they have no real reason for Bill and Brooke to be dealing with each other at all. He don't own a part of Forrester no more. So there's no business pretext for them to be dealing with one another. So they just keep this whole Katie window thing open as a way to explain why they have to interact with each other sometimes. But yes, it's like you said, Sam, it's repugnant. It is absolutely repugnant to see this man go and talk to Brooke about her sister. If you didn't know the circumstances, you probably just like, oh, well, they're good friends. But if you know the circumstances, you're like, that's so shady and nasty. So nasty. And even if you didn't know the circumstances, if you watched that whole uh, interaction from the moment Bill arrived, his uh, his, you know, the, the way he arrived and how he left and everything in between, even if you didn't really know, it would be you would be disturbed. You'd be this like, what is is asking a, came over talking about her sister and getting with her. But he has basically just laid out all his feelings for this woman. While while claiming to love the sister is sick, and more than once too, it's like it, that's the part that's disgusting. It's because they want they want him to be as an option, just in case they decide to go some other way. But the way that they go about it is just so gross. It's like, mm. okay, darling, you were having a little bit of audio issues, but I think everything's okay now. Oh, okay. That might have been me because I was moving my head and I have my headphones in. Okay. But yeah, it's gross. It really is gross. It's disgusting. It really is. It's, it's really... It, it doesn't do Brooke any good either. It's like, I don't know why they think that that is cute. I mean, for her to sit there grinning on as Bill gushes about her eyes and her smile. This is 
her baby, the love of her baby sister's life, the, 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 the father of her um, baby sister's only child. And this is what they have her doing. Now, when mm-hmm. Steffi was done with Bill and told Bill it was a wrap, she made it crystal fucking clear. It's done. You, you've done all this. You done dragged me. You done, you done did this now. It's over. It's over. I don't love you like that, Bill. Brooke can't do the same thing. She cannot let go of anything she's ever had. Well, she's see, a quarter of ego. But another thing, too, is Bill didn't want her the way he wanted Steffi. Like, this man was ready to, he really did risk it all. I mean, we're talking about people be ready to risk it all. Bill risked the relationship with his son um, and everybody else it, to, to sit there and blacklist Steffi. He even risked Steffi trying to get Steffi. He ain't never risked Brooke trying to get Brooke because she knows she easy to get. He ain't got to do nothing but look at her the right way, a winning like a damn horse, <laughs> and, she, and, she, and she down, and she done. Steffi, and I got like, to yeah, tell that truth. And that's how come we can't get Bill and Steffi in a scene because they, it's gonna it's tough for them to try to um Bill and Steffi have not been around as long as Brooke and Ridge. Bill and Steffi been around around the same amount of time in the teens. They that they would have to do a lot, they would basically have to change Bill to to essentially have him in scenes with Steffi where he just don't give a fuck. It's never been that way. Steffi and Bill have always had a relationship. They've been in the same amount of of relationship as him and Katie. Say what? I said Bill and Steffi has been around for the same amount of length of time as Bill and Katie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And actually, he was sitting there looking at uh, young Stephanie Forrester before Hmm. he got engaged to um, Katie. Hmm. Hmm. Always was a hound. We don't really talk about what we don't talk about. Yeah. I remember Bill going to Steffi and saying, "Girl, I know we've been kicking it and shit, but um, I just asked Katie to marry me, so I don't think we can kick it and shit no more." Like he was already kind of in a relationship with Steffi yeah. before he yeah. decided he needed to marry a woman who made him a better man. But the whole right. time. Steffi was the woman who understood him because mm-hmm. he was out here trying to kill Amber. Yeah, who was, who was saving his ass? Steffi. That was Steffi. That was Stephanie. Stephanie saved his ass and kept that secret. And Katie so he ain't never told nobody. And she blamed. And still everybody. ain't never told nobody nothing. Right. And didn't judge him for it either because she's like, I can understand your lapse in judgment. You know what I mean? People have people make mistakes. But you didn't follow through with it, you know, because I was, you know, yeah, because I was there. But you still didn't do it. Right. Well, no, Amber was fixing to die that day if Steffi. Yeah, she was gonna die, but you know, he didn't. He he regretted it, and he thanked Steffi, and it was like, you know, he never tried to do it again. And then, you know, the truth about Amber and the baby came out. So. (laughs) So we're like, well, I guess it was a good thing I didn't kill her. But so when people talk about, well, Steffi broke up Bill and, and Kate. No, Katie was the one who came in there and interrupted what Bill had going on with Steffi. Because he felt like he needed a woman who was going to rein him in and Steffi was too much like him. Yep. And see, you know what I, 
you know what I always thought about them bubbles? I always looked at them, you know, very similar in a sense where they were very much alike, like Stephanie and Massimo was. They were very ambitious. They had their own, you know, set goals and a math frame was just how it was, but they never judged each other. They just loved each other for who they were. And they didn't try to change who they that person was. They took them as they were. And see, my thing was, Katie did exactly the total opposite. She always tried to change Bill. She did not want him the way that he was. She's always felt like she could influence him to be the person that she wanted him to be rather than a person that he already was because he was not no lump of clay when she met him. He didn't need to be molded. He just wanted some, you know, he just wanted to be solidified in a relationship because he was a big bachelor. But yeah, as we can see for the number of sons that pop after the fact. Okay. <laughs> for years. We all saw it though for years. <clears throat> Nobody could have a soulmate. Nobody could have a love of their life except for Logan. So yep. Steffi couldn't have Bill. Steffi couldn't have nobody. Steffi nope. literally could have nobody until 2020. 2020. Say that again. Before then, her only soulmate was Phoebe. Correct. Uh, Ridge was the closest thing to her love interest. That was the yep. closest thing to Steffi had that was hers, her story. Uh, yeah. uh, and that's crazy. It, 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 literally, it's taken in this character is a legacy character, has been grown since, what was it, 2009. Mm -hmm. And finally, in 2022, she has finally been cast her own soulmate. And y'all know full well that is only because of the people, because that is not Brad Bell's M.O. A lot of work went into getting to get that. But we couldn't have Thorne and Macy for Brooke. Hmm. Katie nope. and Bill was still mad about that. We couldn't have Katie and Bill for Brooke. Brooke has ruined every relationship that that anybody has ever wanted to root for on this damn show. So got that right. Did I miss anything? Because I'm sorry I'm late, you guys. My interview. No. Oh, no. Okay, we so been reminiscing. Talking. Yeah, we've been reminiscing. Okay. We ain't really got too deep into it. We, we did a fashion review. So Stephanie was looking kick with a couple of other folks. Honey, the ponytail alone served hella vibes. I was I like. I don't know why. I don't know why they persist in always putting her in extra hair. Jackie's natural hair is beautiful enough. Today she had no extra hairage. It was fantastic. Yes. Yes. You know, I maybe maybe because they want to build volume and they want to give it uh because she got hella body in her hair. Maybe they just no. want to volumize it. I don't know, but I agree, fam. Like her natural hair is a vibe. Like, Indeed. okay, girl, I see your Indeed. healthy hair. Exactly. And, and, and she and even to go after three pregnancies, she's having she's able to maintain her after three pregnancies. That alone by itself is great. It got to be because of diet. Jackie pregnant again. Shut up. What? Jackie pregnant again. Shut up. Shut up. up. You heard it here first. No. Okay, why are you saying Jackie's pregnant? What did you see? I I, I have a suspicion. Listen, you guys. Better. Listen, um, do y'all remember when um, Finn came in one day from swimming or whatever, and Steffi was in like a, like like a uh, almost like she was in workout clothes, like athletic wear, 
like maybe some like grayish black spandex pants in um like a workout top. I think that day. No. Um Taylor interrupted them again or interrupted them that day. But anywho, okay. Jackie was wearing spandex pants and a shirt like workout wear. It looked like she had barely any belt. Now we know she just had a baby, so that takes time to go all the way flat. Right. But but it seems like over the past couple of weeks, to me, it seems like Jackie has been getting bigger instead of smaller. It seems like she was smaller last month than she is today, to me. That's just me. No, she just bloated, Sam. Well, that could be that could be it. But I, I, I just don't trust it. I think fertile myrtle, I think fertile myrtle is at it. I do. I think fertile myrtle is at it, and she might already be expecting. You know what? We gonna find out when your girl hits the runway that they promised us. If they promised us this fashion uh, showdown, whatever that's supposed to come up around Thanksgiving or some shit, we'll know then. Yeah. Casey said there will be a definitely a fashion show before the end of this year. He yeah. promised it. Now, so that's probably, good. Eh? So I don't know if it's going to be Hope's rags because Zenday and Thomas have been designing. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I guess it is Hope's rags because they don't design anything else these days. Well, yeah, everything that, everything that they're designing is is they they're saying is for Hope for the future. No talk about Couture or any of the other lines. But see, and that's the thing, though. None of the stuff, none of the designs that they have been putting in our faces look like any of the shit that has been going out for Hope for the Future for the past 12 years. So I don't know. Maybe it's something, maybe I hope they will start a line just with the fellas. How come Thomas and and Zenday do not have their own freaking line? Right. Thomas used to work on, and the stupid part is Thomas used to work on the menswear line. Yes, he had his own. He had his own section called Taboo, and I can until Ridge sent him until Ridge sent him into distribution with Thorn because of that yep. very business. Put him in the basement. Yeah, that was you know. nothing has been the same for Thomas since the Barry incident. Yeah. Well, it, but see, and also you know that's a whole different. That's a whole different yeah, act. Yeah, that facts, facts. Hold on, hold on. She can't tell. Uh, she can't even tell the difference between maroon and magenta. But she get a whole freaking fashion line. Yeah, I'm gonna need her to draw some other than stick figures to <laughs> and and cut and paste uh pretty pictures together. Cause mm-hmm. that's our uh ear uh. uh, uh, uh What's his name? Rick. Rick at least did try to be a designer. He just wasn't no good at it. But he, he just sucked. Yeah, he he's just was horrible. But Hope yeah, ain't even tried. Hope ain't no, I don't, I, I don't remember no nobody but Bridget really knowing how to do it. Uh, that was uh Brooke Kids. I yeah. don't remember nobody See, but Bridget. But that's the thing. But you Rick, know what? That was even I, I gave I gave Rick props though. If he couldn't yeah. design, he at least had the sense to go marry up women who could design. Fact. Amber, Carolyn, he knew Fact. if he was lacking, he needed to find him who could. At least yeah. he did that. Yeah, yes, that's more did. than what Hope did. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and all of, and it's funny how all Stephanie kids, <laughs> all Stephanie kids know how to pick up a pen and a, a crayon and know how to draw fast. Yeah, Thorn is the least of the least. But remember, yeah. he was the one. Remember, officially, he was the one who was designing for Hope for the Future when they had that Fringe runway show. So I don't know what to say about that. Oh, mm. he know how to do it. At least he know how to design it. Just don't mean that he know how to design shit worthy to right. sell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hope is the one approving all that bullshit that, that, that ends up on her runway. She's the one right. that's asking Thomas to make tweaks to his design, asking uh -huh. Linda to change this and change that. That's why it looked like shit when it hit the runway. The girl is not a that's... designer. She was never no, a designer. No. And that's my thing. How are you a who gave you the fashion license? Who at FIT told you you was licensed enough to critique a designer, a certified designer designs? Who right. I need to know what professor gave you <laughs> gave you these credentials, honey. Supposedly, when she was away in Milan, that's what she was doing. Supposedly. I, I don't you can't prove it to me though. But yeah, that's why they that's why they decommissioned it and started American Freedom. I don't think she was designed California Freedom, California Freedom. California Freedom. I think she was just over there um bouncing on men and trying to get over Liam is actually what she said. Y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna listen to me one day. Uh, when I tell y'all, Father Fantana is a hopeful. It's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna look. I ain't gonna give it up. Cause he was too chosen. He was way too chosen. Y'all yeah. gonna stop. Cause it's almost <laughs> 7 30 and we need to get to the actual show because we're supposed to be doing a carve out for wine all towards the end. Yeah, y'all yeah, do Okay. So so let's get started. So who we running at first? Are we running at the Spencer Boys having a Gossip Girl session? Uh, Brooke and Hope or Brooke and Taylor or Steffi and Hope? Ladies well, choice, y'all pick. Start off with Steffi and Hope. Well, I was going to say start off with the little boys so we can get... Yeah, I was going to say just do the boys. Okay. That wasn't even worth the time today. Yeah, okay. exactly. Big time. I was happy okay. to see Wyatt. So was I. I like the haircut. <laughs> I love I love Wyatt when he's on screen because he is just like so full of joy and he is guaranteed a laugh. But him and <laughs> Liam together are absolutely the three stooges. But do you see how Darren um, Brooks is going gray around his ears? Girl, ain't he fine? So listen, Wyatt like uh, being um, just left out like this, he is a, a brilliant actor, very handsome, witty, and uh, always was better than Liam. He was trash after um, Flo, but, but we deserve better. We deserve They need better. to cut. They have got, I don't know. I know we have our theories about what Shauna's purpose is, but they need to cut him loose from Flo so they can start utilizing him in other places. Amen. And um, it's past. It's past time. It's past hopefully, time. Hopefully, that's one of the reasons Denise is coming. Is to put it. I close hope so. Hopefully, close Wait a minute. It, your phone. Your phone going out. It's for what, Dad? I said hopefully. Um, uh, Denise is Denise is coming back and Shauna to um Barry Flo. Hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, I, I like that idea. Barry, her break up, break. 
heard it, y'all was like, no, it's going to be because she's coming back because she's still married to Rich. And yeah, so I don't have to deal with that. And now y'all Why can't it be both? Why can't it be both? Why can't it be both? Let it be both. Yes, let it be all both. Three. Listen, let it be all three. Come back to Barry Flo. Come back to give us some kind of an end to Quinn. And um, also uh, to free Ridge of the albatross that is Brooke so he can marry the true love of his life, Dr. Taylor Hayes. You know what? It can't be all three because I can see Quinn going back to uh, Las Vegas with her good girlfriend and help her console her about the death of her daughter, her only child. Exactly. And I can That's see I mean. her. I don't mean to kill Quinn. I mean, just to wrap up that story. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, we can explain that away why her presence is not on the scene. Exactly. Is that she is in Vegas with Shauna to help her with her ordeal. Exactly. And exactly. I want her to come back and say, Ridge, look, you going to sign these papers or what? Because I want to file them. You know, we've been married this whole time. Yes, and, and, and she, could, she got a new boyfriend. And yes. Yes. Because she keep getting this, uh, these alerts, honey. <laughs> your documents are expiring in 30 days. Please, please fill out your paperwork. <laughs> yes, I want all three. There you go, Sam. I'm with you. I mean, if they're getting Denise back, it's not long term. Make good use of a shit. Sure can. Two days can happen a lot. It can happen in two days. So listen, well, since we're talking about them hand-packed um, Liam, Liam, Wyatt, and Bill at Il Giardino, mm -hmm. um, was Bill also today talking about how magnificent Brooke was? Yes, girl, that's all he yes, gets there, is talk about the, the glint in her eye. and, and She's a fighter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? He doesn't know what he's got. He doesn't deserve a woman like Brooke. She's so fabulous and and, and yeah. I don't know why mm -hmm. we went okay. that guy and hey guys. And that was and that was in between Liam whining about still not getting an invitation to the foresters. So no, wait a minute, Bubbles. If he don't listen. Shut up. <laughs> so wait so wait a minute, Bubbles. He said that she's a fighter. Girl, well, yeah. talking about her like she was Beyonce coming out after lemonade, girl. Oh shit. So I, Brooks a fighter. She's you know, that's one of the things that I really appreciate about her most. Like, he was going on and on about her like Katie who? Mm -hmm. But he went over there to talk about Katie, my ass. You know what? I so See, I didn't see the last two segments of the show today. So, you know what? Maybe we got it all wrong, y'all. Maybe uh, Dr. Taylor Hayes is finna hop this good commercial flight. Just like she did when she was going to St. Thomas to get away from Brooke and uh, Ridge. Maybe she's finna get on a commercial flight. And Bill is going to supply his jet to the fighter Brooke. And that, uh, you know, Ridge and Steffi finna hop on the Forrester jet follow and try to follow behind Taylor. That well, that's the thing. Now. That's the part of yeah. the now. Part yes, of what... Part of what Bill was saying was the setup for for Brooke to show her ass up and Stephanie yes. House ready to fight. And also to show her ass up in Aspen. Well, that, mm -hmm. that, does, that, that, does, that does start to jail. We always yes. keep saying, um, you know, Taylor being there in Aspen at Bill's place, something weird. So if Taylor mm -hmm. did dip, because I can see Taylor, y'all saying it's getting, it, it's getting too much. 
Everybody yep. is fighting and Taylor say, I'm just going to leave to take myself out of the situation. Right. If she took a commercial flight and she went somewhere other than Bill's cabin, that would make sense. Now, mm -hmm. on the other hand, if Ridge followed her, Brooke, uh, Bill would lend his support for Hambrook, let her use yeah. the jet and go to his place. Now, from right. there, it would probably be a chase on to find mm -hmm. Ridge before he finds Taylor. Yes. Mm -hmm. See? I got that. See, now that, that, that makes more sense because we couldn't figure out, well, how the hell was Brooke going? I thought she was going to hop a commercial flight like Stephanie did, but no. We finna redo St. Thomas? I said, no, nah, see, I jokingly said I want him to follow her down to Aspen like he did in St. Thomas. Let me tell y'all, we get this redo of how, oh my God, do y'all know I'm finna be, oh, I'm, finna, I'm finna be flushed because I'm already bothered. You oh, are. Oh my God. You are. I can tell you literally having a conniption right now. Just that thought of it. Just that I'm having a whole trash moment right now. <laughs> that that starts to make more sense because one thing about it and two things for sure. What we are not getting is any quality bridge scenes. They all are the same. Ridge yes. looking uh, worn out and worn down. Brooke looking desperate. And then Ridge is quickly out of there on his way back to somewhere else other than where Brooke is. So this thing is not looking pretty good for Brooke right now. No, it's not. And that's oh, that's something I oh if we and um well, let me, let's finish up with the gossip boys. So yes. you had the boys trying to get the tea, Liam spilling out his little insecurities about the whole Thomas and Hope Douglas situation, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then and then him daring to shade uh Steffi and Taylor, talking about how well they always look so close and so intimate together. I wanted to say, boy, if you don't shut your waffling ass up, this well, he two said years. That about Brent Trench. Wait a minute, uh -huh. yeah, what did he say? What did he say about Steffi and Taylor? Oh, okay, so when they were talking, when he was talking with Wyatt and Bill, they were breaking down the problems of what's going on between with this Forrester Logan uh, fight that's basically a work in progress. And so he was talking about how Steffi and Taylor, Steffi Taylor, Steffi and Thomas, excuse me, about how Steffi and Thomas are, you know, just absolutely committed that they think that their parents belong together. And then he was also commenting on the closeness between Taylor and Ridge. And I was sitting over there going like, bro, I know you fucking lying. I'm like, there ain't... It wasn't anything that he saw No, no, no. This is the shit that Hope was probably telling him after she attended that damn event. That's what it sounded like. Right. What was more shocking for me was him telling Bill... Well, you know, once you live there at the house and you you get to see this other side of Ridge, he and Joe, he and Brooke tell jokes and you know, he's a real family guy. And I'm like, when the hell have we we ain't never seen Ridge and Brooke chucking up jokes with each other? What is he talking no. about? Like, I ain't never seen this. No, they wait don't. a minute, wait a minute, no, wait don't. a minute. Wait a minute. Hold hold the phone. Hold I would, the I would show you if they wouldn't block my video. <laughs> Please, I mean, this is ridiculous. Okay, I gotta go watch this because I know damn well he is. That's a full fast lie. Like you mean to tell me he talked? He tried to. He tried to tell 
Okay, I, I can't even. Well, he was basically so he was basically feel- telling Bill that there are outside forces working against Brooke yes, and Tom and right. Brooke and um and Rick. Okay. No, he ain't talking like his mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how uh, Rich's children are outside forces. Yeah, I'm not an outside force to my fucking children. I you better play that shit. Them, but not an outside force. How is how is Ridge's children an outside force? Mm-hmm. This is yeah, because Steffi is Steffi is uh, showing her dominance. <laughs> yeah, honey, we. I'm. I, I told y'all they gotta get. They can give me more. All of this, I don't give a damn. Steffi ain't never gotta go back to being how she was for them two and a half years. I need yeah. her to stay like this always, forevermore, it's, never again flipping. Because I don't want Steffi's foot to come off of Brooke's neck. I'm right I, no, me neither. I Keep need these seven point five and I throw all the time. Keep it there in perpetuity because that's where it belongs. And the part that kicked me out. This part, oh, are we finished with the gossip boys yet? Are we yeah. finished with the gossip boys yet? Because no, I don't wait, think we I, I got a question. I got a question. Yeah. Wyatt, what was the purpose of Wyatt being there? What did he say that stood out? Wyatt, well, Wyatt's most interesting part was when he had that tell me more look on his face when he was oh. trying to get to think about what happened between yeah. Bill and his hands and on his Brooke. face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Looking like a bad child trying to to get in the business. Okay, we can move on. (laughs) So his purpose was to provide a meme. That was that was why his purpose was to be the meme. Okay. Exactly. In turn, should go ahead and make that one of the gifts. We didn't drag them enough. That's that's not no bitches off easy. Well, one thing that one. One thing that I found interesting was Liam telling, trying to explain to why and Bill that Hope has all this anxiety about the situation. Because when she goes over to the Forrester mansion and, you know, Steffi and Thomas are just disparaging Brooke, they just calling her, calling her for what she is, please. And then he sees Taylor over there with Ridge and she's getting all cute. I'm like, you're fucking right, she cute. You're fucking mm-hmm. right, she getting cute. And what of it? That's right. I find it ironic that he's talking about how Hope can't handle it. It's filling her with anxiety. And the last time she was filled with anxiety, she had to go on them pills. Yeah, baby. Mm, we should be so Mama, lucky. You better say that. You so better say that. She's going to be on something. She's going to be on alcohol. She's going to be on alcohol. She's going to be on something. If her mama bag her husband, she's going to be on something. And I'm 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 gonna be shocked if Steffi don't drag the hope. I'm feel I've been waiting on Steffi to tell Hope that she need to sit down and shut the fuck up because you meddled in my marriage. Remember how you got your husband by adulting yeah, the crap baby? Oh no, but see, but that's the thing. She's not that's gonna say that though. But she won't say that. She won't say that for two very important reasons. One, she is absolutely one hundred and fifty percent happy with him. So Liam, who? Two. The whole problem that they have now is already bad enough that their issues 
that the issue of bridge is being dragged in between the issue of Thomas and Douglas and the whole his living situation. They not go for a hand grenade like bringing up remnants of steam and lo versus lope to drag in the middle of it too. But I should. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. No, I am. Being Damn, I'm gonna have to disagree with that, darling. Go ahead, I, I'm go ahead. I am just not comfortable with Hope feeling like <laughs> she has the moral high ground <laughs> to step to Steffi about respecting a marriage. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, a how, look, that's how come I need. For Steffi to remind Hope uh -huh, how she uh -huh. came about being uh -huh. pregnant uh -huh. with a married man's baby, uh -huh. a married father to be. So uh -huh. I need Stephanie to remind uh -huh. Hope that she herself has also interfered in marriages. So clearly she understands what Stephanie is doing. You better believe doing the same is. thing that Hope mm -hmm. did in 2018. Why I gotta disagree with y'all. Let me tell you why she finna tell her. She finna remind her and she finna dig her own grave. <laughs> she tells her, look, just like your mama came and broke up my family, so did right. you, huh? You ain't no better. Mm -hmm. Bitch, you just sat up here and you just played a better game. See, your mama sat up here and she just outright did the shit and everybody just excusing it. And I'm not taking it no more. That's why I'm not getting my foot up off her neck. You, you don't want none of this heat because you ain't, you ain't too much stopping. You is right behind her. You come from Italy and you already knew what was going on in my marriage. I was married. To Liam. We were not divorced. But hey, you got some troubles now. I done moved on and upgraded. But see, but that's mean. the thing. I, I understand I, what you mean, darling, about Steffi being over it. I get it. That's not even the yeah. point, though. The fact of the matter is, is that Hope feels as if she has moral high ground. I only need Stephanie to remind her that she does not have a moral ground, high ground here. It doesn't but have to be really about Liam, but, but it that's be the thing. But that's the but see, but that's the thing. That's not how that's not how Brad writes it, though, Sam. If Steffi makes mention of anything, because the thing is, not not for nothing, Brooke and Hope are both hypocrites, okay? They both play by a certain set of rules that works just fine for them, but when somebody takes that same book and flips the script on them and plays that same the same game they play, it's a problem. Both Hope and her mother are extremely guilty of that. And anybody who was watching the show the last few years knows how just how much of a hypocrite they are. So the problem is, well, hold on, hold on, a hold on a second. Let me finish first. But the problem, the problem is, the problem with Steffi bringing up anything related to the issues between her and Liam and Hope and the situ and the circumstances of how her marriage ended, how Hope got Liam, and how Beth came into existence brings forth the mere idea that Steffi somehow is still pissed about how that whole situation went down. So what's and that is the last thing that anybody needs. That you know, triangle you know, is dead and buried and it needs to stay there. I, I find it strange that people can't have their feelings 
about something that happened just because it's in the past. Um, I, I can, I have, I am completely capable mm -hmm. of um, accepting a situation, moving on from it, and being happy. But I don't have to ever agree with it, and I can, I would, I always keep that shit to be petty. Well, yeah, that's because you're a multi-dimensional human being. Because listen, it just being simply honest in the fact, hope. I understand that you're outraged that I am targeting your mom's marriage, but this is not foreign to you. Remember how you targeted mine? It's real damn simple. He, she needs to bring the whole to reality. Reality needs to slap her in the face. Can you recall when you thought that you needed to save my husband from me when I was nine months pregnant? Do you remember that? That was called interfering in my fucking marriage. Now back the fuck up. Go home and tell your mama to come see me. I agree with you. You're a multi-dimensional. You are a multifaceted human being. You can do that. Brad Bell cannot write like that. Brad Bell. It's not that hard. They have been writing it. it. They have been changing the writing already, darling. They have been mentioning shit that they never do on script. Now, when have we ever thought that Taylor would mention anything about Thomas's mental capacity when he signed those papers? My whole thing is. Whatever they doing, whoever's behind this this new writing is already written there. They changing, they putting everything that we already talk about as we talk about it, how we talk about it on script. And this is one this is one doohickey that we have we need fixed because this whole hypocrite, this whole entitlement, this whole better than thou, yeah, this shit gotta get nipped in the bud. And how how much better to do it when it's about these two individuals, y'all have so y'all have way too much faith in Brad Bell's ability to resist the temptation to go back to toxic shit that nobody wants to see anymore. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one, but I'm gonna put it to you like this: Yes, we all know that Hope and Brooke, especially Hope, given how recent all those events are, are the worst hypocrites in the world. But I'm telling you, just like Brad Bell had to mind fuck the viewers by bringing up that damn steam montage while he was getting Finn shot in a damn alley, and then had all of us sick for months behind the possibility of Steffi uh, falling back with Liam or Liam trying to be super save a hoe and be all up in her face 24 seven. Any mention, he can't, he don't know how to, how to be objective, how to mint, how to, Mention history as it happened, but leave the leave the characters unentangled from it in the present. He can't do that. He doesn't have that kind of measure. If he does, he'd have lost it. So it's kind of like with Steam and Lope, it's like either you're in it or you're out of it. If it's being talked about or mentioned on screen, then you're in it. And so if it's the option, and if the choice is to call Brooke, call, call Hope on her hypocritical bullshit, because she is a hypocrite, or not have it mentioned and keep the Darth Vader death of steam away from my favorite character, I'm going to take that option, because it's just not worth it. Yes, Hope should be called out on her bullshit, but is, is it worth it to call her out on her bullshit if you have to put up with steam bullshit to go along with it? I would absolutely put up with Steffi slapping hope in the face with the damn truth. That that is a one-time thing. If they left it at that, yeah, correct. They That's would. what needs to happen. Because listen, the real thing is, is that I just don't like that hope feels like she has the high ground. I just need her to be reminded that she doesn't. Now, I, Liam is trash. We we all know that. We don't nobody in Thank here. God. Liam. You know, uh -uh. nobody wants him, and I and and that's that's facts. 
But again, Steffi should be able to still have those feelings and, and, and not be looked at like she's still in love with Liam. I I, I would I, I, I got the bandwidth to do it all, honey. I can hold the grudge and move on at the same time and be real can petty we, with can it. We, can we put a pin in it and, and move on? Saying, but hold Absolutely. On. I've been trying to say something for 15 minutes now, and I'm almost and forgot what I was wanting to say. Don't forget. Um, for uh -oh. me, if all, I would really like, and this would make it for me, I would really like for Steffi to ask Hope, do you remember where you came from? Wow. Because that's the only thing that needs to be said at this point. Man, do you remember when you, you want to talk about your mama's never um, interfered in anybody's anything? Do you remember your origin story? Do you do you ever sit at night and think about how Bridget should have been your mama instead of your sister? So you know, I think that's a good compromise, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think. Oh, I think it's a good compromise, and I wish they would. But you see, all uh, the links they went to to not even let Bridget and Deacon even stay at each other. So, but maybe, it's like, you know, that's a shame. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's weird. They could over the YNR, but they could not write him having in a single interaction with Bridget. Nope. Yeah, I think that was I think that was really like a big elephant in the room that everybody obviously saw. That's I'm waiting on it. I just didn't think I didn't think that I, when they said that they were bringing back Ashley Jones and then they said that you know Sean Keaton's come back. I I just figured you know oh I guess it's a matter of time. Apparently it's not because Ashley Jones isn't on anymore. She hasn't been around since Steffi got out the hospital. No, excuse me, since Quinn. No, I'm sorry, since, no, no, since Quinn. Yeah, so yeah since uh, Donna and uh, Eric got caught playing pickleball. Right. Yeah. That's what Brad said. She was around for a story uh, in the summer. That was it. Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. I was disappointed. I will say that. And can you blame for leaving? No, I can't. Now, considering what we considering what we get, I don't blame her in a little bit. But one thing I did like about the Steffi Hope confrontation, Steffi has been thoroughly not bothered and she treated hope like the annoyance that she was yep <laughs> that's what like i want to see was a damn fly she was trying that's to what i want to see y'all oh did she really darling yes she did she Stephanie was in there looking at designs and she was showing one to paris and she thought hope was coming in there to talk shop and then hope ran paris off and Stephanie even told her you was kind of rude how you did that you know hmm. yeah how did she get to walk around like she owns something? This is Deacon's bastard. She is not owed anything. She hasn't done shit for Forrester. Oh, hell no. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me she got rid of Steffi's appointment out of her, uh, out of her office? Well, yeah, she was, yeah, she was showing she was showing Paris uh, Zenday and Thomas's latest design and, you know, they were really feeling it and when Hope came in, uh, that she wanted to show them to her because she thought oh. that's what she was there for because it's for the Hope for the Future line. But then Hope bust up and said, she's like, well, um, actually, I'm going to look at those later, Steffi. I actually needed to speak with you alone about something. And she had that look on her face and Paris was like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to just go then. Because she could tell, oh, this is some shit between y'all. Yeah, let me go. Yeah. 
That's See, but that's you know, but Steffi handled it though because Steffi yeah. treated her just as unfathered as she wants to. Steffi continues yes, to did. tell this girl, "I don't like your mammy. She's a hoe. <laughs> um, I want my daddy with my mama. I don't care what you say. Um, so go run alone." Steffi keep telling her the same thing. I don't know why she how dare you. The part that had me tripping the most was when she was getting the breakdown from Brooke before she ran her ass. Because the thing is, it was like they had a council of war. Where Hope decided, I'm going to go talk to Steffi. And Brooke said, and I'm going to go talk to Taylor. I'm like, you bitches is going to places to get slapped down. Okay, let me get my popcorn. Oh, <laughs> yes, you know, Taylor is such a class act. Taylor was very classy today. Um, she you was. Know, she's talking to Brooke like a woman. She's, she's, she's letting Brooke know, um, you know that she understands that this is a difficult time. Um, I won't Taylor to be as callous to Brooke as Brooke was to her when Brooke was going after Taylor's young family. Brooke would tell Taylor in her face, she's going after her husband. I'm going to sleep with him. I don't care what you say. I'm going to you know I know, but you know that's not Taylor's style, really, though. But you know, I'm going to need Taylor to just let her know. Um, I have no respect for your marriage. I want Taylor to tell I her if I wanted your man, I could have been I had him. Now I get what the Hope people be talking about now when they say Hope can't say nothing. Hope can't fight back. Because I I, I don't like hearing uh, Taylor can't say that or Taylor um, isn't like that. Taylor needs to be like that. You need to be yeah. able to get down in the dirt and meet a hoe where they at. Sometimes that's where you have to meet them. You know, she, I, had, she, had, she had got down in the dirt. And those are the moments when they call her crazy. You know, she has gotten mud slung. She has, uh, you know, scratched a people, couple people's eyeballs out. She gotten dirty, but she pick and choose her moment. She don't have to show her heat all the time. And yeah, that's, so a real, like, that's a real, like, that's a real, like, she got to like yeah, yeah. go tip for tat with Brooke because she know Brooke <laughs> and her are not of the same caliber. You know, Brooke no, on something else. I'm on, on this page. You know what I'm saying? So she ain't got to play. She don't got a mud fight. In the big, not, not, it's not just that, though, Ken Ken. The thing is, here's the thing. Could Taylor get down to Brooke's level? Absolutely, she could. And, and Brooke would totally deserve it. But this is the thing. Taylor don't need to get to Brooke's mud level to get rich. She doesn't have to. She don't have to do all of that shit. Yes. ジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニーが気にしてるのはジェニ
Brooke like a patient, if you ask me. The way that she talked to her, the way that she be concerned about her, the way that she, she know think, Brooke ain't rap tight. Yeah, hmm. the way that she think about her needs over her own needs. Now, if you actually was looking at the, if you actually look at it long enough, and you, we on the outside, she actually had always treated Brooke like a patient. <laughs> she really do. Brooke is a patient. Yeah. Like somebody like who's always on the edge of disaster because she always is. Mm -hmm. She is. So, I mean, Brooke, I just... Brooke, ain't, Brooke <laughs> I is always need... making about red. She always makes it about Ridge. And, and Taylor don't, doesn't look at it like it's always about Ridge. It's always about how do you conduct yourself as a person, as a woman, as a lady. And see, it's always when, it, when, when it's with Brooke, oh, it's always about the value of how a man sees you. And that's the separation in it. That's why it always come back to Ridge because that's how Brooke perceives it. Even the Douglas situation is about Ridge, as far as she's concerned. Everything about thing. Ridge. Everything is always about Ridge because everything always boils down about her. She can't mm -hmm. never see a situation outside of herself because she's too selfish. She's raised yeah. her daughter to be the same way. Ridge, uh, Thomas wanting to be with Douglas has nothing to do with Brooklyn Ridge. No, it doesn't. Not from what we've seen on screen. Right. Not from what we've seen on screen. Taylor coming back, he would never want uh want Douglas. See, this is all Taylor and Steffi. You know, they trying to interrupt my marriage with Ridge, and they trying to come in between you being Douglas's mother. You know, it's it's these two. Crazy these two bitches, you know, right, they, because they, that's the thing. According to Brooke, Steffi and Taylor are uh, Taylor Taylor and her kids are supposed to have nothing. Only hope in her. And her kids supposed to have something. So anything that Hope wants, she's supposed to have. And if and if anybody mm -hmm. want to take it, it's a mortal sin. Even if That's that true. thing is somebody else's son. Thomas Forrester wanting his own son, Douglas Forrester. Brooke sees as somebody trying to take something from Hope. From Hope. Oh, how mm -hmm. crazy is that? And then and Liam too. Liam chiming in on that bill too, because he's actually sitting up there talking about some, you know, if Thomas. When did he want to become a, a hands-on mm -hmm. dad all the time? Now all of a sudden he wants Douglas to live with him. Oh, because you don't know how to be a daddy. So everybody should yeah. be like you. You the know, Jim, the Jim Jones Kool Aid they serving at the Logan Mansion is really, really strong because they all <laughs> drinking it. He actually said Thomas is holding Douglas hostage. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he said at, at Olive Garden. I looked, I said, oh boy, please, hostage. He's practically holding him hostage. No, he's a father spending time with his son. But you wouldn't know that about being a parent spending time with your child, but that's another story. It's a whole other story. Said, hold on, sir. Holding you know the hostage. What? Yes. Yes, you can't walk. Nowhere. He can't leave the house. He being held hostage. What? By his own father. By his mm -hmm. daddy and his By him daddy. What? Even after what? he came home and told him Douglas wanted to stay. Exactly. Hope yeah. even said it. Hope it came out. Not this is not something that came out of Douglas's mouth. Or I mean, not not I mean out of Thomas's mouth. This is what Hope told the fool. When yeah. she came back from the Foresters, okay, yeah. it don't get no more. It, as far as I'm concerned, they don't believe nothing that come out of out of anybody whose last name is Forrester Mouth. But they don't even Brooke and Liam, in conjunction, don't even take Hope seriously when she's telling them this. That's how far out to lunch they are. 
No, of course no. not. That's why when she came home that day crying, coming in that cabin crying, talking about something, he wouldn't give me my toy, a.k.a. Douglas. And, and Liam is like, you know, this is what I'm talking about. He know how you're going to get upset. And he's just bothering you, you know. He's trying to be, he's trying to do something. He knows how effective you're going to be. You know, look, I'm not going to sit up here and pacify your spoiled child. Hell no, I got my own child. Douglas is my child. Hope is your child. You worry about your child, Brandon, and I worry about raising mine. That's what, they, that's that's what Liam don't get. He's in a well, He's childish. He don't he even is. care about what's going on with his own daughter. Liam has not seen his own daughter. Hello? Who Pat. knows? Since they got back from Monica, as far as I know. Nope, they haven't. He the haven't only, so, so listen, the only thing that proved to me is Liam has no use for Kelly unless Never Stephanie's been. single and don't have a man in her life. Correcto. Or unless he's having some kind of trouble with, with, with uh, Hope or whatever. Oh, wait. Before I forget, I wanted to break down a timeline that was very clearly outlined today that I found hilarious. Mm. Because all of these confrontations that are taking place today and that are going apparently we're going to be in confrontations from now till the end of the week. Hilarious. It's just that right now we're doing Hope and Steffi then and, and we're doing Brooke and Taylor and then I think tomorrow we're supposed to do Hope and Thomas and then by Friday we're on Brooke and Thomas. So these, so we're in, we're in for nothing but confrontations for the rest of the week. Clearly, behind, behind what happened um, at, at, when Steffi had that little uh, impromptu kickback at her house. So we're going to be having confrontations to the end of the damn year. Then, pretty much. I'm not, so, I'm not but, over that. I'm still, I'm still uh, kicking but, and screaming about that. So the chain of us, so the so according to Team Logan, the Marshall sin was Steffi answering that phone and electing not to bother her father uh, and hanging up on Brooke and being a smart mouth to her. So we found out from Brooke herself this morning that uh, Ridge did come home, but he came home after she went to bed, and then he got up and left before she got her ass out of bed. And Brooke thinks her problem is Steffi picking up the phone. Bitch, you need to be asking yourself why, A, your husband obviously saw that you called him and that you texted him and he never got back with you before he went to Steffi's to Malibu and even after he got out of Malibu. Then when he got home, he didn't wake you up. He just went his ass to sleep. And then as soon as your, as soon as the dawn hit, as soon as the sunlight hit the coast, his ass was out the door before you could even get the crust out of your eyes. But you think Steffi taking that, intercepting that call is what's wrong? Your husband is avoiding you. Yes, he is, and I'm gonna need you to know. Anytime you sit up there and you got your husband avoiding you, it's because he knows it's around that time for you to mate. And he ain't trying to mate with your ass. He can miss every opportunity on purpose to not be around Brooke right now because he know her cycle. He know when it's time to be ready. He know when she ready. And he like, uh-uh, I finna go home because all she gonna try to do is have sex with me. Cause here's the thing, so. she had that whole she had that whole living room decked out. What do you mm -hmm. want to lay eyes? That shit was still decked out when Ridge walked his ass through the living room door. He, he could have woke her up if he wanted some. Yep, exactly. I think I think Bubbles was the one who said that Brooke Coochie must turn into a pumpkin at midnight. <laughs> she let him come home and go to bed. I'd have been sitting right up there, um, with Andre and that food and some damn chafing dishes. 
Bitch, I don't care where you just came from, but you could have had some respect for me to call and let me know that you weren't coming. All damn day I've been trying to call you. For yep. 24 hours, you ain't miss me, motherfucker. We ain't fucking now. We're missing the fucking right. night. And we might fuck later, but right now, I need to know why your ass thought it was okay for you to leave this house for 12 damn hours. I know you seen my text messages. The little bubble says you read the shit. So don't And every single time she is with him, she is pouring herself on top of him, begging him to reconnect. Mm-hmm. He is not trying to reconnect with that crumbled up cookie. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. He dodging them cookies like they stale. They they always talk about um, <clears throat> Liam don't want Steffi since she slept with Bill. Thank God. Ridge is out of this marriage. He don't want her. He is literally gone already. Yes, he been checked out. He checked out a long time ago. A year ago. Going through the motions. That's it. That's That's it. it. And now Brooke actually is starting to sound frustrated. Welcome in, Lady Sanchez. You did did, did you want to uh, break into the flow since he was already an hour in? Yeah. We good, girl. We I good. know, I know. But look, the only thing I wanted to say was, did Brooke say that Ridge went came in late and uh didn't touch her? Yes, yeah. she was telling hope. Um, Steffi ruined all of my plans last night. Um, you know, Ridge came home <laughs> after I went to bed. And then when I got up this morning. He was already, he was already gone. gone. You know, he, he had that conference call. But and but look, this is how the scene opened up. She was on the phone, leaving him yet another message. Hi, honey. I know you um came in after I went to sleep last night. And in that early morning conference call, so you you left, I was still asleep. So I guess maybe I'll talk to you later. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That marriage is over. Listen, I heard when yes, I came yes. in, I heard Sam saying, Rich is emotionally gone. Check Check he has checked out. And you know what? That's what a man do when they don't want you no more. That's yeah. what a man do when it's somebody else they got uh you know they may be it, they don't even have to be another woman they could just simply be checked out because they don't want you no more they have the grown out the relationship they have grown uh, and they want something more they you know people change anyway they change in how and work environments and is a relationship. All relationships grow. Either you grow together, you grow apart. And they have obviously grown apart. I mean, let's well, call it what it is. Ridge is ghosting is. her. He is basically ghosting his wife. That's right. That's right. Yes, That's exactly what he's doing. You're right, darling. Exactly. They live in the same house, though, and that's why it's so fucking humorous to me because <laughs> she got to, she gonna have to stay up twenty four hours a day. She's going to have to turn into a damn vampire. <laughs> so she can check on Ridge. 
because her husband is avoiding her. He coming in late. Okay, that's understandable. I don't want to wake yeah. you up when I come home because you already sleep. So I'm just going to let you wait sleep. But I'll be damned if I get up in the morning and I don't wake you up with a kiss or, you know, I ain't got a whole lot of time because I got this meeting. But I just yeah. want to wake you up and tell you that I loved you because I missed you before you went to bed last Cause he, night. That's right. That's and right. He that. mm. And he could have got up extra early so he can tend to her needs. I mean, if especially if it was if it was all good, then why not Ridge making it his business to get up just a little bit extra early so he can give his destiny that great big old kiss and say, I'm sorry I was running late and I missed your call, but here you go. Let me give you a little nook nook before I go to work. You know, let me tap it real fast ta, 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 and go ahead on to work. He didn't even do that. He didn't even touch her. He, he, didn't, know, he didn't even he didn't even put the coffee on for her ass because most men if they came if they came home to some kind of elaborate setup that made it obvious that they missed out on an event they wife planned, they would at least made you coffee the next morning and say, Babe, I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to tell you like this here, darling. And this is Brooke freaking Logan here. <laughs> she should be waking up on the wood, okay? That <laughs> early morning wood. This is Brooke freaking Logan. Why didn't he wake her up before he went and got that first pee out? He should have woke her up. What's going on in up? your marriage? He did not only Knock make out. her coffee... Not oh, darling, he didn't leave her breakfast. He didn't even leave her a note with a little rose on it. He just skedaddled. That man is gone. She got all the leftovers from last night. What she need breakfast? Come on. You left her little rose right on top of the plate with her leftovers on. He didn't even do that, Bubbles. That man is gone. Ridge has not been talking to her ass at all. Let me tell you something. Yesterday, yesterday, Ridge yeah. left that house. Yeah. And he went to work. He yeah. was not answering her calls all that day. You hear me? All mm -hmm. that day. Yeah. Because she went ahead to go ahead and start planning this romantic evening, even though she hadn't heard back from him yet. Yeah, all these hours are going by where Steffi had not even proposed a family afternoon. Nope, she played yeah. rookie that day Ridge with her with her husband and the kids. Ridge was yeah. not talking to Brooke all that time. It's not that Ridge didn't kiss Brooke. It ain't Ridge didn't give her the dick. Ridge is not even communicating with her. He's not. Mm -hmm. Ridge nope. don't want to be in the same room with her because when he musters up the strength to go to her, she's got either another cockroach around her or yeah. bashing his children. That's right. So what That's right. Why why would he keep running there? He can't he can't stand her. There's nothing yeah. left in the relationship but all the complaints that's piling up between the two of them. And these are complaints yeah. that you just can't fix. You can't fix the fact that everything that Hope wants is in direct conflict to what Steffi and Thomas want. Yes. Fix that shit. 
Yeah, and it's been There's that way for a couple of years. Because now yeah. they they got this relationship that was already built on nothing but lust anyway. Yeah, it worked when they were young and sexy, but it does not work now because neither right. are young and sexy, and both of them and neither one of them have chemistry with each other. Yeah, it's not working. It's painful. It's painful for us. I would like Steffi Forrester Finnegan to smash that thing. Like, what is that toy called? That toy that destroys everything? Terrible Tom? I don't know what the fuck it is. But I want her to demolish it all. I want her to kill it dead. Yeah. Well, she's well on her way to it because the the cracks... The thing is, is, is... the problem is, is that the playbook that Brooke has meticulously built, because she built that playbook from the floor up from the 80s on. The play, yes, the playbook that she built and used religiously to wreck other people's relationships, the very playbook that she passed down to her daughter so that yeah. she could get what she wanted, that same playbook is being run back against her. The only yeah. difference is nobody got to show up half naked in lingerie to make shit That's crack right. along. That's right. Yes, ma'am. And because, and Brooke, because here's the thing. Because that's my thing right here. Is that so? Y'all, so you, because think about, just follow the logic for me. You're Brooke Logan. Paris thought, but you're Brooke Logan. You right. wake up and realize your man came home after you went to sleep. And he yeah. left before you woke up. And your first thought the next morning is to try to call him so you could talk to him. But he's on a conference call so you can't get him. So you decide to truck your ass over to Malibu and, uh, and take issue with your stepdaughter and her, and her mother about your husband's piss poor performance last night. Because that's, the whole, that's Brooke's whole problem. She can't see the forest for the trees. She is focusing so hard on Steffi and Thomas and what they're saying about her bullshit marriage and how and what their their feelings are about it about Tridge getting back together that she is she refuses to confront the fact that Trid that the Tridge kids aren't her problem. Taylor is not her problem. Ridge is her problem. You know that's why right, you know darling, why she can't that's face right. it? You know why she can't face it? Because like haven't we all been saying <coughs> that Brooke has been very passive and um, very full of herself and haughty and just really like taking all this for granted. Like, oh, it's just Thomas and Steffi and we'll get over it. We're destiny and we'll reconnect. Like she's living in La La Land, right? Even Yeah, it's even her right. kids are looking at it like that. Right. Exactly. It's almost like she has literally bought her own bullshit about destiny and she literally believes that it is truly a thing and it is just so i don't think yeah. she really i don't think it really dawns on her that ridge is already gone it's clear no. that i mean to all of us that brooke should be realizing there's something wrong in her marriage uh, yeah. outside of what she keeps blaming outside forces because she is incapable of realizing that her destiny is nothing more than a figment of her imagination and that Ridge and her are not on the same page. She thinks they are and they are not. Anymore. Because let me tell you, so Sam, you know that video that Kim, that Sin Rising put up today? Because um, you commented on it. I know you've seen it, the one where the deacon fight, remember? Yeah. And they had Brooke standing up there um, telling uh, uh, Ridge... You have to forgive me. Please, Ridge, you have to forgive me. You're, I didn't mean to. 
You're my destiny. I was protecting hope. And he was like, how is protecting hope putting your mouth all over Deacon? So that's Brooke from what you just said, though. But that's Brooke whole thing. That's why she been running around. Hold on my seatbelt. That's why she been running around here so confident because that's her excuse. And that's what she does all the time. She does the sin. And she apologizes and she tells him, you're my destiny. And he forgives her and he takes her back and life goes on. But this time he's not doing that. Just like Sam, you hit it right on the nose because she is so confident. She has it in her head that no matter what she does, Reeves will always be there because that's her destiny. And yeah, so that's, she, that's, a, that's, a, that's also a form of entrapment. Like, you can't tell me that he not being held hostage. You got this man feeling like if you leave him, if he leaves you, you are going to you going to fold yourself up into a little ball and you're going to just, you know, be unconsolable. You going you to have a Right, you're gonna have a whole deacon experience all over again. You know that right there, that manip that's manipulation of a different co- course. It's like, emotional abuse. Yes, it is. Because you can't tell me all that shit that she told Hope that she don't do. She said, I I don't hold him hostage. I never held him hostage. I don't I have not done anything underhanded and I have not done any manipulating. Are you fucking kidding me? That is all you've ever done. And from the that actually made Matt Hanby mad. Yes, yeah, it that is. Was a, yeah, that, that was a bold that was a bold fault face lie. So we're gonna just start rewriting shit and just gonna just start oh okay clock me out <laughs> I, I, like, I don't blame exactly. Matt for saying that because it was like because because that's the thing. He's a Brooke fan. And even he was like, okay, now y'all know that's not true. Y'all right. getting the history wrong because well, on one hand, y'all saying Brooke didn't try to do anything or uh, anything underhanded to come between Brooke and Ta- between Taylor and Ridge is just it's just not reality. Then y'all can't even then they can't even get then they can't even get Brooke's history right about who she cheated on, who with who. So it's right. like they dropping the ball all over the place. Yeah, because right, you right. gotta admit some of these people that are Hoganites that love Brooke and love the character Brooke, they love her action. They love you gotta you gotta know, you gotta realize that they don't give a damn who and what she interfered with. They love Brooke character because A, they either have been sold on that propaganda that she's the little dog and the forces are always attacking her. So she, whatever she does, is only because she's doing no, it to, you know, come out on top. She used to look. Brooke used to. She's just that bitch you love to hate. Like we like Brooke. This this Brooke they got now, just denying everything and not taking accountability. Right. The Brooke that did her dirt, like Sam was right. talking yesterday. Like she went over there. Some I think that was you can't can posted that video with Macy and she was sitting back there in that lingerie smirking and she. That was the group we grew up with. Brooklyn, yeah. you know, to fuck your man and, and take your man home. What? What? Right. Be- because she deserved, and that's right. There was that's Brooke was horrible, and Stephanie made her pay for it. 
the balance was there. So there were absolute times where Brooke deserved everything Stephanie gave her. And then yeah. there were times where Stephanie would go way too far and you would feel yeah. sorry for Brooke. The balance was there. But That's what right. we have been having in the past 20 years is absolutely no fucking balance where Brooke has been concerned. That's yeah. why I, that's why like most of us are just like happy that Steffi even has a target on our ass. Now and it anchors all of us, even to Matt, where now that we have the possibility of an epic rivalry between yeah. characters of caliber, Steffi and Brooke, those two supposed to be going head to head. That's what Steffi was created for. Now, why are you going to take Brooke's teeth out? Why are you going to have her deny her history? This is when you ought to have her put it fully back on and have her doing exactly what she used to do to try and get her man back. They know. I know. They want to make her a victim instead. This is not suited for this character. 1999 Brooke would have never been caught slipping like Brooke, like 2022 Brooke was caught slipping last night. Okay. Correct. Falling out of the elevator halfway naked with him. I like that because Matt, he liked Taylor and Brooke. But the, the, main, the main thing about, about Matt is that he loves the show. And he's just like us. He's been watching both since day one. So right. he loves the show. So he wants them to get it right. You know, he's not out here pretending Brooke never did her dirt. And he's not out here pretending any other character on the show for that matter. He's not type of staying account, right? That's not the type of staying account man had, and he, you know. So I see his point. Are we right there with it? Exactly, because you know what? When Matt did the um, paint fight, it was freaking hilarious because he was throwing in all that history. Facts, facts. Yeah. Why can't the show just stick with the facts? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. It got to be really hard for them to do research or something because, because you know I mean, for, they missed they miss so many points. They missed so many points. Like, from, from, for me, though, for me personally, it still should. I don't give a damn how many points a person makes. You've been there since the beginning as uh, executive producer, as, you know, co writers. Brad has been there since his dad was doing the show. So he know all these characters from infancy. So my whole thing is when the shit hit the fan and it's, it ain't writing right, why don't you say something? Oh, no, that wasn't how that went. This how it went. Why are you letting it get aired? Why are you letting it get aired is my point. So, so for my, maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. So Brad is the head writer. He basically does the outline. Basically tell them what he wants written. Correct. And they have to write the words. They have the to plot. make it work. Right. They have to put it to he life. He the plot of the storyline. Right. Right. So he, all he does is imagine shit and he leaves it in other people's hands to actually write it. And that's the disconnect because all the dialogue, he might have one idea and I truly believe it because that's why he won't let go of steam. I believe he thinks he's written some um, love story like Brook and Ridge. And it ain't so because whoever he's trusting to write his stories are just fucking it up. And then the actors, on the other hand, they have some, what, some sort of freedom to try to make it work. So, I mean, really, it's like, is the cart chasing the horse? Because yes, they, they all got it wrong. Yeah, he doesn't. He does not come across as a person who really gives a damn about 
his stories. He just want you to tell this point, get this point across, this point across. I don't care if it if it if it uh uh if it does not go according to soap history. I don't care if it's uh not factual. I just want you to prove this point for right now because today in 2022, uh 1999 and, sh and all of the years don't even matter. Cause I think you know somebody what? Somebody said it. I forgot which actor it was. It's what they write now is what they were focusing on now. They don't too much go about uh, what happened in the past. See, they couldn't have me. See, Mr. they couldn't said, have oh, me up in there because I beat and said, "Look, they got thirty-five seasons of this ragged ass show." Okay, you know what? If you're a writer for this show, I'm only gonna make you responsible for remembering what happened in the last three or four years max. Those other 30 years, get me 30 interns, make each one of them watch one season of Bold and the Beautiful, and when you need somebody to recall facts, go talk to their ass. Shit. Come back and make that's what I'm saying. It doesn't nothing. It shouldn't cost a damn dime to get research on what fuck we think about the show and what's actually happened. It take it should take only one damn person to actually put in the damn 30 minutes a day to watch it. 18 that, minutes a day actually. 19. 19 if you if you watch it without commercials. But that's my thing. Yeah that's the bullshit that whole thing, that whole interview, Go besides what, how they how they set up that and plagiarized everything that Bubble said in the damn bubble, my whole thing was, how y'all gonna sit up here and tell a whole lot? First of all, how you don't know what you're writing? How you don't know you writing this shit? How you don't know what so you mean tell me it's a different writer writing for every day of the week and y'all don't y'all don't you know protect I give the actors a lot more leeway because they got too much to remember to actually know exactly how things have fallen and what they've said over the seasons. But the writers and the and whoever the hell is actually re responsible for quality control, if they have such a thing, I tend to think they do not. I don't know what the hell their excuse is. They don't. They just want. They just want to write. And get yeah. I, I put more stop at the way Ken Ken described it. Actually, sounds accurate based on what we see. Uh, Red Bell basically telling them get these points across because what what do we get? We get beat over the head with repetitive dialogue. Most of the yeah. is most of the dialogue yeah. is just repetitive. it absolutely sounds like that is exactly <laughs> what yeah because it, it, <laughs> it take root it take root into why it's so much laziness in it because if you only trying to get Three points across in a storyline, that's not that hard. That's not hard at all. So that's why you keep putting in the, 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 in, 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 in. You know, you, you, you can't write no essay. You can't give me a 500 word essay off of this storyline with 45 does and, and 99 ands, you know. <laughs> that makes sense. I know. So, when not, we, so I, like, like, like the instance, like my husband. How many times we hear my husband? That's beat over into our heads. Um, yeah. Destined being yeah. beat over into our heads. For the Logan War. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Now, I, one question I have about tomorrow is so we thought maybe they screwed up with the Spencer Brothers spoiler, but apparently they didn't. Right. So apparently, yeah, I guess Bill must have. 
Yeah, Bill must have called Liam to gossip about what happened. Because, yes, all three of them, I, that's why I hate the trope that women love to gossip. And don't nobody gossip on this show more than the, the Spencer men at this yeah. point. Real life, too. Yeah, so... It's so, in that class, females in real life too. So the gossip girl, Sam. And so, yeah. so tomorrow we gonna get after Dollar Bill just finished slobbering all over Brooke's shoes. We gonna get yeah. him joining Lee for lunch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Which I got mixed feel. I got mixed feelings about that now. I don't want it. Mm-mm. I, I got real mixed feelings about it. I was looking forward to it last week. When they said that they were going to end up having uh, lunch together at Il Jardine, I was like, okay, that's a good sign. But now after all this mess that then went down with him slide, using Katie as an excuse to slob all over Brooks' heels, I'm like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I don't it. it's unappetizing now. I'm going to stay away from Lee now. I mean, I was, I was ready to look past all of his transgressions. I mean, I think I could have, you know, at least halfway just tolerated Bill. If they were gonna give him lead, but after they done, after they did this, had him over there uh singing his praises and licking uh brook boots, and now he finna go over there and try to slide down on Lee. No, I don't want it. You can keep it's Billy. Disgusting. I don't, I don't want it no more. We we can't have nice things ever. We no, can't we can't. Nice they took ever. all the air out of, the, out of those tires. Yep. But you know what, guys? If we don't have it, then how we gonna get? Lee back on script because we can't just throw her away like they threw away Jack. Obviously, Jack does not exist in the world. Like, Finn. well, I'm hoping that that tweet from Ted King from like I think it was a, not last week but the week before. I'm hoping that means we'll be getting Jack in the future. I don't know if that's what it meant, but I'm really hoping that's what it meant. Did somebody tag him? Because uh, well, no, was well, well, yeah. Somebody had responded to something he said, and he retweeted it saying that Jack had been MIA for a while. So I don't know if that was meant to draw attention to the fact that Jack isn't hasn't been around, but he will be around. That may be me reading more into Twitter than I should, or it may just be me hoping. I think that's wishful thinking. Probably. They don't even, think it's they thinking, don't even yeah. write that thing and communicates with him. No, they, they didn't they even put a throwaway line about that. I mean, no, the, they the don't. The first thing was when Finn said, um, um, you and dad were everything I needed growing up. I mean, it's just, it's real bullshit. I mean, this it is, is what I mean. We get, we get great actors, brand new, fresh characters, and instead of using mm-hmm. them, we get Tridge mm-hmm. versus Bridge in 2022. Yeah. 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 They got Steffi yeah. Forster Finnegan tapping for her dad's eggplant instead of riding her husband's. They got Thomas worshiping Hope and, and begging her to allow him to raise him and Caroline's son. Yeah. Yeah. That part. It's just a lot. It's a lot. I mean, Jack. But you know and what? Lee, we also have, we also forgetting the fact. That Caroline was like a daughter to Bill. How come Bill has not said anything to Thomas? How come he hasn't, you know, stepped up as the patriarch of the Spencer family and put and put his uh bid in and said, you know, I've talked to my sister and this, that, and the third. They not bring that, that's oh, he has a complete turncoat. But this is my thing. He hasn't said anything 
to anybody in the forest the family about Douglas is what I'm getting at. Like he just talked to Lee about it. He too busy licking Brooke boots. He don't care. He a Loganite too now. Exactly right. So why would we have Bill speaking up or saying anything for Douglas? Look at what he was doing yesterday. Look at what he was doing today. That's all we're gonna get from from Bill. That's ridiculous. And there's not, he don't even work at Spencer Publications anymore. Bill Spencer is nothing more than Brooke's cheerleader and yep. using Katie's name to sit up under Brooke and worship her and, and build her up while Ridge is over there flirting up with Taylor. That's all That's Bill it. exists for. Now, this Bill That's and Lee it. thing, I think that they probably just scrambling. It's not going to come of anything. They may be. Oh, I agree scenes. at this point. Yeah, that's they may be random scenes yeah. of just recapping. I, I, I mean, mean it's not we, that, it that, came that, out that, with the. Yeah, it came. That. Yeah, it came out with a good. It came out with potential. Sometimes, and that's the thing. Sometimes, bold sells you good potential. Really, really well, and re and it's really well packaged. It's kind of like it's like an infomercial. Bold basically sells you infomercial potential pairings. But the problem is when the box when you it's like two o'clock in the morning. You watching, and you know what? You don't know how to make bread, but that bread maker that Ron Popeil selling is looking real damn good. So you know what? I'm order that bitch. And then when it gets here, and you open it up, and you realize it ain't nothing like what they just tried to sell you. Yeah, you know if you know what it is, you realize it's the same damn thing you already had. We gonna get um, <clears throat> uh, Brooke needing to cry on Bill's shoulder because a, a deacon's going to be otherwise engaged with Sheila. So mm -hmm. um, that's what we're going to get. And then since since Bill is over there with Brooke, you know Ridge and is going to turn into regular Ridge again. He's going to start screaming and growling and grunting again. Mm -mm. We're gonna get exactly what we already mm -mm. had. That's the mind mm -mm. fuck. We're gonna end up right there. <laughs> yeah. Always playing with people's goddamn intelligence. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So are we mm -hmm. done with this topic? Can we talk about what uh what else happened today? Was there anything else happened? Any she could actually um no, it was today? it was no today was strictly Tridge v Bridge and uh people whining about missed phone calls and shit. There wasn't there wasn't really a lot of momentum, so to speak. Cause I like, like I said, we're gonna spend the rest of the week with people fighting over this entire matter. That's pretty much what the rest mm -hmm. of the whole because I don't think honestly, I don't think we get any more SheCon for the whole week, which I'm disappointed in. Um, um thinking, darling, that that's why Taylor gonna probably bounce to Aspen because I think you know all yeah. this. Oh, oh, no, we done came. I done, uh, uh, we don't. We don't crack that. We don't crack the code. Probably. Look, it's going to be because. Uh, I, look, you remember Tridge? You remember Tridge in St. Thomas? I think they finna do a redo. It's finna be Taylor finna hop on a commercial flight. She finna fly to Aspen. Taylor, uh, I'm, I'm uh, Ridge and Steffi finna be right behind her. And Bill is gonna give his jet to Brooke because she's such a fighter. We that's what we came up with earlier. We forgot to tell you, girl. girl. Well, that's reasonable. Today. It so sounds reasonable, but I don't understand why yesterday. Yeah. I, I can hear you. I say that's what we came up with yesterday. No, no, no. We thought it was going to be uh, we thought that Brooke was going to be filing behind them on a commercial flight and uh, Bill was going to get a flight to uh, to uh, Taylor and they was going to be filing behind Taylor. 
to to his compound. We in a uh, in a flip, girl. In a flip. Just because of how Bill was all in her ass and trying to spit shine her all day today, we figured that it's going to be him trying to provide service to help her fight for her marriage, fight for her man. Yeah, yes. honey. Oh, that was that. I'm not remember what I wanted to say. I, this was in the back of my mind, and I kept meant, I kept telling myself, put a pin in that so you can say that later. Did y'all when when Hope came to the office to talk to Steffi about this foolishness? Did y'all catch that look that between that between Paris and Steffi? Yeah, like when this they, bitch. Yes, yeah, I found that now I found that hilarious principally because they were trying to step Paris up to be a Hope Logan sycophant previously. Right. Okay, so right. I so I found it very very interesting that when you know she showed up. You know, they were both excited about the line and whatnot. And when Paris was looking at Steffi like, uh, and Steffi was like, oh, yeah, um, well, thanks, Paris. Thanks for looking at these. And Paris was like, uh-huh. And she looked at Hope and walked out of that. And it was like, that's interesting because I think that's kind of part of the dynamic of them trying to shift Paris closer to Zende maybe. I don't. We don't know exactly what they're going to do with Paris and Dan Carter. They are in the pre the fall previews, but there's not really any definition, especially when it says Carter's world gets turned upside down or some shit. Yeah, that's so. so I have nieces here. They better bring that baby back. They better bring that baby to LA. You mean Zoe, <laughs> mythical baby from Paris? Yeah, baby, that better be the world that's flipping upside down. Cause uh, now he's gonna be Papa Joe. I mean, uh, <clears throat> Papa Carter. Daddy Carter. Daddy <laughs> so I thought I, I just found that little bit of an interaction interesting because they don't really because that's the thing that for their first instinct with these characters who are supposed to be goody goodies is always to cozy them up to hope right away. Yeah. That's just yeah. what they always yeah. do with the goody goody characters. So yeah. I found that in, the, interesting that that was kind of a departure for Paris anyway, where she was put, where she was ended up in a situation where she's shooting looks at Steffi and Steffi shooting looks back at her about oh. hope and her audacity. Yeah. Well, that was, the, like that was the first time I ever saw that. Steffi told Paris about herself too. Um, I mean, she told Hope about herself like that shit was rude. We was discussing. Mm -hmm. So after that line, after that happened, I'm expecting uh, Steffi to put this child on notice. First of all, quick running in my damn office every day about your whore of a mother. Right. <laughs> Hope ain't got no damn stock in that company. So what you can do is get behind me or you can hop and skip your little ass over there to Spencer. Right. Okay. That's what I mean. Say that it's yeah. a damn shame. Stephanie Forrester Finnegan does not have at least 51% of Forrester. Period. They done gave Too 51% to Brooke. They done gave the whole motherfucking thing to Bill and Katie. But they won't give Stephanie Forrester Finnegan the goddamn 51%. I'm very um I'm very pet petty about this. Why I don't think you gonna have more than that Huh? You know her daddy gonna get either because Rich said he want to get a company. You know, he said he want to step away. Okay? So, she going to either have more than 51% or Thomas finna come on, come on up. He might finna get his 20% 20 added to his 5% finally. 
But Ken Ken, don't you think that wasn't that yesterday's what episode was that when Thomas was teasing them and called them pop? That's when him and Zen they had a uh, Paris model in the dress. That was Tuesdays. That was Tuesdays. That was yesterday's episode. It was in the way Ridge was kind of praising Thomas and Zenday's designs. I felt that. I don't, it just ran across my mind. I was like, don't tell me Ridge ready to pass the baton to Thomas because, you know, he always he wanted to he come did. at he Thomas he like, something like that yesterday. Yeah, he said it. He said mm -hmm. it. He, he, he said it. And this is. This has been my own thing, and I know y'all want to talk about YNR. Look, this has always been my thing. CEO Steffi has already been seated. Ridge just got to yeah. get up out of his seat and let Thomas be the head designer. That's what we were talking about earlier. How come these Forster boys don't even have their own line yet? They working on Hope Line. That's pathetic. That's Stephanie's line. They need to, it's Stephanie to take her, her line back. Uh, Zenday and Thomas already running. They already That's designed. Right. She's just <laughs> back. And a great deal is being made about Thomas and Zenday really coming into their own as designers. Ridge even said it. I got to step up my game to yeah. keep up with y'all. He said exactly. Other words, pops, like he was like, Pops, we don't need to hear no more pops. They got it. You. you could be like Ed, come in every once in a while. Yeah, him and Taylor could actually have a decent life. If he they stayed away from the office, you know, that was always Brooks' thing was to get him at Forrester to try to seduce him. With mm -hmm. the bedroom line, so he needs to go and give Steffi his shares so Steffi can run that on that man. Boom would be he, can just get, he don't even have to sign them over permanently, he can just uh give her the uh right to vote his shares. He That's can right, if her and Thomas actually teamed up. And act like brother and sister running that company, Stephanie Forrester Finnegan and Thomas Forrester, son yeah. of Ridge Forrester, son and daughter of Ridge yeah. Forrester, world-renowned yeah. designer, running yeah. Forrester, modernizing it and making it younger. Yeah. They can update yeah. it and get it computerized and modernized. And you know, yeah. and Thomas Thomas, I need a, I need a, um I need a line that is uh female and male friendly. Mm -hmm. it's just a, I think it's just a they and them line. Everybody can wear it. You don't have to. You, whatever you are, this is for you. And right. fashion, I am here for it. Yes, yeah, I need Zenday. I need Zenday. I think I want Zenday doing it, and I need yeah. Billy Porter to make a um appearance. Billy Porter. I yes. need Billy Porter to make an appearance, honey. Ooh, that would and, be and, and thank Zendaya. That would be too fantastic. His latest, his, his latest red carpet design, honey. That would yeah. be love. Yes, honey. Um, I, I, I gotta say, I don't think this show got enough juice to pull Billy Porter, though. Well, they, no, they, they kind of cheated in it with California Dream. I mean, they need to just pick up from that. And you know Ooh. what? You never know who watched Bold and the Beautiful. This that, is the most right. watched soap in the world. You just <laughs> never know. Billy Porter <laughs> might already be a Taylor fan. 
<laughs> yeah, baby. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure he's already a Sin fan, so come on, because Sin Nation like is Cheryl worldwide, baby. I mean, for real. We, we are national, <laughs> baby. We are worldwide, baby. We, we praying at least once or twice a week. I mean, at this point, we don't know nothing less. So, uh, everybody knows. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, and wouldn't Thomas, that be fantastic if he showed up to christen the men's line? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying, and and not even a men's line. I mean, I mean, yeah, there should be something for men, just like we got oh, them for women, but we need a they and them. And I yeah. want Sunday to do the they and they and them. Thomas can take up taboo again on the men's line. Steffi's running the whole motherfucking show. That's right. Already. Already. And all she answers to is granddad. In dad, though that's, that's what she would answer to, and only because of respect, not because of shares. That's right. Something else. The whole time they have been focusing their couture line on only women designs for couture. What if they flip the script and start making couture them and they, and couture men suits like you know tailor made to the body suit, like hey. That is yeah. a lot of the female uh, models that they don't show up. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm just saying. They ain't doing I mean, so. Yeah. They need to do something. I mean, oh. because, you know, hope for the future. The last fashion show, like Bubbles said, I would like for Bubbles to say it. There was trash. I like, like Bubbles. I like the way Bubbles <laughs> I don't want to talk about that show. man show off because they wasted their time with that showing us that shit for flower pots because I wouldn't wear it. I would actually wouldn't even put that on my flower pot if I'm being honest. Right. Flower, even my flower pots are bougie. So right. Um, they don't they don't do no macrame, but that was just <laughs> the ugliest, tackiest shit with all them spinning around spinning, spinning, spinning. When the hell do you see some shit like that at anybody's fashion show? You can I I have never been but I can tell you that I've seen a lot of fashion shows on the YouTube, and mm -hmm. the that, that model is showing is spinning around and getting on the floor and and jiggling and shit. You're supposed to be walking like you mad at somebody. You probably are <laughs> mad because that shit is uncomfortable. So you're supposed to be mean mugging when you walk down the aisle, just straight up pissed at the world. That's the fact. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they hungry, because they hungry. We've been starving all month long. Right. You hungry? You you ain't even had no because you don't want to float. You just you you're that's supposed to give nothing but attitude and face. That's right, right. honey. You supposed to be fair, honey. Fair. You can, you can pass out later on when you get from behind off this runway, but your ass better not fall in this. I don't care that you cannot see where you are going. Count your fucking step, bitch, but you better not fall off the stage. That's right. Fall on the stage. <laughs> walk, right. All, walk this all the way back here, just like you walked it all the way out That's there. correct. That's what they do, too. When those right. fall on the runway, they get their ass up, and they keep right on walking because they know they must reach the end and turn around and go back before they can get their check and their cheeseburger. You better get your ass up. You better get your ass up off this front way home and come on. Ain't nobody coming for you. Okay. Why hey. is you on this one? Why yeah. you not? Did yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why yeah. Bubbles? Bubbles, how do you find 
The electric storm wants to know, did anybody die in General Hospital today? Girl, they killed Brando yesterday. That's enough damn death. <laughs> they can't kill Eva. They did not. They, they no, that, that, that would be self-injustice. I mean, we'll say five minutes for GH, but darling asked up front to have time for Young and the Restless. So let's give her some time to get out what she's been sitting on all day. <laughs> okay, so... Ryan all has a couple of plots. I'm gonna I'm deal with the with the easiest one. The the mm-hmm. Nikki Deacon shit. Mm-hmm. Nikki took her ass all the way from the cheese state to LA to confront Deacon to try to get some information about this Diane shit. And the part that was the funniest part about that was that she fully expected Deacon to be hundred percent read in on this little tack ass article that this Talia Morgan bitch ran. And Deacon was like, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Nikki was talking like this shit was in the New York Post or on the cover of Wall Street Journal. Well, yes. Talia Morgan is doing a story about Diane. I can't believe you didn't hear anything. You're like, bitch, this is L.A. Y'all living, y'all out there frying cheese curds. We're not keeping up with y'all. We're we not the same. Mm-hmm. We don't care about somebody who was dead, who not dead over in goddamn Wisconsin. Are you nuts? I got Sheila. I got Sheila Card at my house. Are you crazy? So, so now tell me what's going on with Deacon and Sheila and um and Weinart. Oh, like, nothing. She no. Sheila's not involved in it at all. Okay. What's what's going on with Deacon and Nikki and Weinart? Deacon, uh, Nikki came out to L.A. to see if she could get some information on Deacon about um the time that Diane was in uh L.A. when she was living that other life. Okay. So the only information that she did get from Deacon was that on the few occasions that he did see Diane out she in L.A., high life. she right. was living high life. There was a man involved and that she was running around in a Benz, if I, if I uh, heard him correctly. He said, yeah. so I thought she was seeing somebody who had money. Kept. So that probably, in our, in tw- Dallas to Donuts, that's probably going to be uh, Victor Lord Jr., when his ass uh, shows up on the show uh, sometime before the end of the month. Who? That's probably uh, Trevor St. John. He's coming into YNR playing a new character and whoever this person was Diana was with in LA, it was probably him. Now see, they said he was going to be Tucker and I knew I wasn't buying him coming back as Tucker because what's his name? Um, Patch. Patch was uh, what's he? Stephen Nichols was Tucker the last time. Stephen Nichols is 71 fucking years old. Trevor St. John ain't that much older than me. So I I was shocked that they were saying that first off they got him back and second off he's he's gonna have the Beth Logan syndrome and be de-aged. What we we trying to believe that Jill was involved with it? Okay, whatever. What the fuck ever. Apparently, that's my guess. We don't know that, but they ain't talking about her running around L.A. with some man who was balling for nothing for it not to mean something. Yeah, it's gonna be him because what else are they gonna do with Trevor St. John? Mm. Exactly. Like really? What the fuck else? What's up with Devon? And, Wait, what? And none of us know what Diane did, but why is Phyllis got a hard on for Diane? Why is Phyllis because she's like out of the elevator and won't even let her pass, goading her to go off and then getting in her face like there she is? I wanted Diane to karate chop her in the throat. She should have. 
that's the thing. I don't stand Diane Jenkins. I didn't. I never did. Not even back in the day when she was running around Genoa City, raising hell. But the fact that Nikki and Phyllis are being so belligerent about everything connected to her, when she's not even checking, here's the thing. Diane ain't checking for nothing Newman related. Period. No. It is not no. on her radar. She does not give a shit. She, she is literally care. there for Kyle, for Harrison, and, and maybe, Phyllis. maybe Jack. That's it. That's all that's in her in, in her um sights right now. So them cracking all this kind of crazy, especially since the, her and Jack, Phyllis and Jack breaking up was Phyllis's fault. Okay, yeah. that was on her. Diane didn't do shit. Oh, so. Phyllis did, girl, because someone asked her what she did, and Phyllis tried to make it like it wasn't a big deal. Tell them what she did, girl. She, she, oh, you she mean tricked Jack into having sex with her, and then ran downstairs to brag about it and to Diane. To and Diane. Uh -huh. like, a, like a loud, common streetwalker. I saw it, it and Jack oh. came in and saw her at the end. He should have dumped yeah, her right there. You know phone. what, one yeah. thing about it, I used to watch YNR, and I always loved Jack Abbott. But I never liked that slut, Phyllis. Phyllis always yeah. was bad news, and Jack always loved her for who she was anyway. And that's one reason why I did stand Jack like that. But yeah. she never deserved it. She was never loyal to nobody. She's murderous. She's a yeah. whore. And she's manipulative. She lies. What hasn't Phyllis done, y'all? Everything, and she's incredibly judgmental of everybody else. And, the, and here's the kick part: Diane, Diane goes uh, went off on Phyllis at the end because she was already pissed. Yeah, she was already pissed about how things went with Victor ass, and, and she know. And basically, I don't blame Diane. She like between you and Victor got some of the dirtiest histories in this city, in this entire uh, state, and y'all still dragging for me like this. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I can't even blame them. Well, here's the thing. Summer and Kyle told Diane and Phyllis in no uncertain terms, we do not have time to sit here and referee between y'all. So from now on, if there are any issues or altercations between the two of y'all at Mark, in reference to work, if one of y'all starts some shit, you both fired. If Phyllis starts the fight, then Diane, then Phyllis and Diane are fired. If Diane starts a fight, then Diane and Phyllis are fired. That's, there's been no ifs and buts about it, period. And, and they're trying to bait Diane. Yes, yeah. and it works, except here's the thing, because I'll pay attention to the, to the Canadian day ahead. Diane makes a decision to go ahead and throw herself on her own sword, because she got an option. I could let Phyllis go run to, Scott, to uh, Summer and Kyle and snitch me out for jumping on her, but after she antagonized me, I could throw myself on my sword, resign, and look like I'm the mature one. Diane takes yeah. option two. And then Phyllis' ass is pissed as fuck because Kyle and Summer fully expect Phyllis to resign too because them's the rules. That's what they say. She's like, oh, I know you don't expect me to resign. She's the one who who, who, who yelled at me. And she, and, and uh, Kyle and Summer are like, but yeah, we told y'all. It didn't matter who started it. Any Whoever starts it, it don't matter. You both out. Yeah. So both of them are out of Marchetti. What? Within forty, within twenty four hours of their kids laying down the law about this bullshit, they already got their asses out the door. That's got to be a new record. Is that what happened today? That's what happens tomorrow. Ooh. 
I'm going to do, uh, darling. I mean, because I'm still <laughs> talking about Victoria in the mess and they about to lose this. Okay. Somebody going to sneak. So is Victoria going to have somebody in there buying winter new I mean, winter. Uh, I have to think so. The new, that the, um, the, that new lady, Ori, Ari, or whatever her name is, is supposed uh -huh. to premiere on Friday. And okay. I have to wonder if she is going to be a victorious cover person to get the stock when the IPO happens. Wow. Is Dawn going to his shares at that company? No. John might be the um, SEC then coming to look up Victoria. He should. He because this is the thing. Nate, Nate laid down how this is going to work out today when he made his deal with Victoria in the park. Okay. The IPO, when it happens, the way the IPO is set up to, to work is that the Chancellor and Chancellor Winterfan or, or C-suite people will maintain 51% of the stock. That's how you keep majority ownership when you go when you do an IPO. But Nate has agreed to sell his shares to Victoria to give her a majority. Wow. So all Victoria got to do is lock is up that trading. That it, it's illegal. That's that's it is. I mean, that's the most Nick, Nick already told Victoria that. He told Victoria oh that last God. week. He told Victoria when Victoria told him that Nate came to her with this uh, with this information. She said, mm -hmm. well, hold on. What does Nate get out of this? And when she told him that he wanted management over Chancellor Winners once, once you know, it's acquired by Newman, she, she said, Vic, we look and he's like, no, this is, he's like, first of all, this is, this is good. The SEC is going to have some definite things to look into because if he's getting a tangible, tangible benefit from passing you this information, that's begging for the SEC to come knock on our door. Victoria told Nick, don't worry about that. I'll handle it. And she right. said she ain't going to tell Victor either. Right. Hmm. The man exactly. that can actually handle it. See how dumb they is? This is how come I couldn't stand Victor or his kids. They yeah. all entitled dumb threats. Now this I is what he gets for, for having her be CEO instead of Adam. Right. Now, now Victoria is very smart. She's driven, but she's a cold bitch. But she's I give greedy. her props for being smart and driven, right? And she yeah. deals only with Billy. Everybody else, she's a stuck-up bitch. But yeah. anyway, Nick is just a whore, and all he yeah. wants to do is run from responsibility from one coochie to the next one. He's she a bad is. father. And he, you know, that's just, he, he just, he, the only good thing about him is that he treated Sharon well for a while. After yeah. that, he lost his appeal. Yeah. That's Adam, it. But Adam, too good for all they ass. He that's is. why I'm glad he went to go work for Jack because what this, because this, this shit is about to hit the fan. Because even Nick said it last week, he was like, Victoria could say that this is just business all she wants. But even Nick said it. Nick said, Vic, they're going to, referring to Devon and Lily and Billy, they're going to take this personal because it is personal. Yes. Nate is turn Nate is Nate, Nate is doing an end run around his own damn cousins. Yes. To get on to, because he wants because he, he that what he wants out of this deal is to be the boss of Chancellor Winners on behalf of the Newman. So he yes. can order Devon and Lily and everybody else around. That's what he's getting out of this but deal. Just That's why it ain't gonna work. But see, and mm -hmm. that he went, so he lowballed himself. Not only did he prostitute himself out and sell his self, sell his family out, he did it for peanuts. Apparently so, because just to I mean, manage, just to manage. 
the BCU. It's he zero won't. stock at the deal. He's getting zero stock at the deal. He's oh, he's Huh? Yeah, he's selling his stock to Victoria. That's the only way this is going to work for her to have a majority. So but he, he has stock. He just he's so he's trading his stock for a management, so, just for a title. So, so wait a minute. Exactly. He, he didn't even keep one fucking share. That's all he probably it, got is one fucking share. Right. But but please tell me he at least got a share. Uh, he did. He well, got, he's okay. the CEO. But I still, but he still lowballed and prostituted himself because he sold all the shares that he had just to get one in return. He hasn't them. sold. He hasn't sold them yet. This is this is this is the plan for how how the Newmans are going to get control of Chance the Winners. The company has not IPO'd yet because Devon is resisting the hell out of it, and even Billy has a lot of misgivings about it. When you in a room and Billy Abbott is one of the people talking since you fucking up, okay? Yeah. But yeah, Billy, you doggone right, darling. But, but Chance messed up because you know he all He's messed up. He's a yeah, kid. he should never be making no business decisions. But, but if like he's, she's saying, if he's, if he's saying it's too risky, up. if even he's saying it's too risky, it's a risk. It's, it's a, a risk. going down, and that right there is enough to make you go, hold on. Exactly. If Billy Abbott, if Billy is the most impetuous. I don't think my decisions through person over on that side. He's, of the a, he's a risk taker. Yes. Exactly. When the when the ex compulsive gambler is telling you it's too risky, what are it's you doing, risky. Lily? Exactly. And why you listen to Lily... that that ex compulsive gambler because he take all the risk. But Lily is risking her father's legacy. Yes, that part. That's the part that pisses me off. Entire legacy. Neil Winters. Neil Winters um, is the staple black family on YNR. Yes. He is the patriarch of it alongside Drusilla Winters. Drusilla That's Barber's right. Winter. Drusilla That's Barber's right. Winter. You hear me? Mm -hmm. And Devon, whom was loved like their own child, yeah, yeah. adopted, was blessed by his birth grandmother with this fortune. Now, Neil and Drusilla already had theirs. He, he didn't need nothing, but he got his own. And now yeah. he's he going to take his own, combine it with the legacy of Still. his parents, and yeah. he's going to risk it all for anything. I mean, Girl, he risked it all. Only... He combined it with Lily in the first place. He was taking Which a was stupid. Right. They're running a business, and they risked their house to save the business. It's dumb as fuck. That's all you have right there is your your legacy. You don't mm -hmm. risk that. You may take something from that and do make some risks, but you don't risk the whole damn egg. You they, just, they, they are, they are not Neil Winters' children because Neil Winters is a like brilliant this. businessman. And what Lily and Devon and Nate all have proved is they ain't get shit from the Trump um. Um, Neil, and I'm and I'm about to have a connection. And the thing is, Devon, 
Devon already pointed out the biggest pitfall about this is that as it stands right now, the people in this room are the ones who get to make the choices about where this company goes. If you bring it public, we put ourselves in the position of being beholden to stockholders. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Because I'm sitting over here, Lily up here in La La fucking land, talking about how this is this is an opportunity to take the company into the future. I'm like, boo-boo, the only place you're taking yourself on is to be Victoria Newman's fucking footstool. Because and, you, you know just, why? Because the stockholders determine what the fuck they do with the company. That's right. They can get mm-hmm. that company and decide that they don't want to do a damn thing with it. That's right. And bury it. Piece by piece That's and right. it all off and make it into nothing like sure, it by the never church. existed. They better ask what happened. And now like they it never existed. And now that Nate has agreed to get to sell his his shares, whatever he has, to Victoria to ensure that once she locks up that forty eight percent from the IPO plus his one, I mean the forty nine percent from the IPO, I'm not sure how she's going to make sure she gets it all. But that's what her plan is. Her plan isn't just to go for some of it. She wants every drop oh, of it so that when she exactly because so when she gets made stocks, it gives her the majority. It's nine oh two, y'all. Oh, it's sure. I'm, I'm gonna give darling her. Y'all took um, y'all took about 15. twelve minutes from her, yep. so I'm giving That's her right. twelve minutes back. So, oh, but thank um, you. That's kind. I also want to say that um, Victoria is in this thing where she's got trying to restore Victor's empire. I called it today when she said, "Well, you know, Dad used to own Chancellor." Um, but then he sold it but I'm just trying to get that back for him like she really mm-hmm. is Jabot going to be next because Victor used yes. to it one time too like where is she going to stop well here's the thing That's she used the exact media. same logic when it came down to Newman Media she said because remember Newman Media was spun off when Ashlyn first showed up and uh, Adam and Victor bought Cyraxes, uh, that, that communication company from him. Victoria's right. justification for going after Newman Media after she had already managed to get snatch up Chancecom was that, well, originally Newman Media was Cyraxes, which belonged to my husband. So, me buy so, uh, so Newman and Newman Lock getting it really is just, you know, bringing back what was originally ours anyway. Victoria thinks everything belongs to her. That's right. She's a spoiled brat because she always has it. But I give her credit that she is using it in a business sense. That's right. She is ruthless just like Victor. Victor. That's right. So I don't take I, I never really stand her like that, but I do give the credit. I do give credit where the character is due. That's that right. Character is supposed to be a chip off of Victor's block. That's right. She is. That's I right. Give pro- I give her props for that. She's worse than Victor. I second that. I agree. I agree. She is worse than Victor, uh, but that's what I like because she's a woman. That's what I love about her, Bubba. Correct. I can't take that from her. She's a cold bitch. Yes, she hey, is. Gems the fucking breaks. It is, but is the problem is this is that yes, it's business, and could can they make the move? Obviously, they can make it. The problem is, is that it's going to put them in opposition of everybody else in the business world in Genoa City. And it's going to create hard feelings. Billy not going to thank her for it. 
Lily and Devon sure ain't. Jack and the Abbott sure ain't gonna like it either. Cause and Jill sure as hell is gonna have a problem with it. Especially Child, somebody gonna have to go to Mrs. C C's gravestone and cry to her and apologize for losing um her uh, Chancellor Industries. And Chancellor wasn't even part of no damn calm last time I was watching this show. Um, it was Chancellor Industries. And mm -hmm. I can't believe oh, it's Chancellor. Yeah, it's still Chancellor. It's well, it's Chancellor winners now, but yes, it's the merger. Well, what what the hell is Chancellor? So they threw Lily in charge. Lily ain't never ran no company like that. I mm -hmm. mean, she may have worked, you know, Lily but she's a not a savvy. Huh? Lily was a model when I watched the show. A model. Right. She was a model, then she married yeah. a con man, and she's been cutting her way into jobs ever since. If I was a son, that bitch couldn't say shit to me after killing my wife and baby. I'm sorry. You now, go you know, on I can understand Devon letting her over here and do mine. I can understand Devon letting her uh, run the hotel because that was a family thing when Devon bought the hotel and he let her run the hotel. That suited yeah. it for me. But you know, when she started, you know, even when she did the modeling, that was fine. And then she wanted to run something. I was like, no, she's doing too much. She was yeah. supposed to be a model. She's not some business mind. That's not yeah. what she's supposed to be. No, she's not. Right. She's letting dollar signs control because she keep she she kept sent she sent the information to Devon and Billy telling her that by because so, you know the whole point of doing the IPO is to get funding so that you can expand your company and that's what the point of them doing this is. But even Devon is like, we only just did the merger. It's too soon. Devon is not feeling it, but the problem is Devon is going to regret ever having done this because he's outgunned. Because the three people making the principal decisions about this business are Lily, Jill, and him. And Lily and Jill are all full speed ahead down, so it's two against one. Yep. How did Lily get more power over um, Hamilton Winters? She's a Jill, yeah. Jill made her the CEO of Chancellor Industries. Yeah. But how does she get control now. over Devon's company, which was yes. Hamilton Winters? No, no, but she's run no, she's running the Chancellor part of it, and he's running basically Hamilton Winters. Part of it? Is the Chancellor is Winters and in, in, in um Chancellors together? Yes, they merged. They merged the two companies together. Which doesn't make any sense because we don't know what Chancellor was, Chancellor Industry. Well, Chance come now because they bought the communications division so they can, um, Billy can have his okay, heart so that they can be the media. And then Devon is still running Winters. His the music portion of okay. it. Because that's the music portion of it. I'm sorry, I even asked. They doing way too much. Yeah, yes, they I'm, not, are. I'm not a dumb girl, but that that was a lot of um different comms and medias. Um, it didn't make sense for them to do with them, and that's why it upsets everybody because it didn't make sense for them to combine Devon's company with, with what Lily was doing over there with Chance Come. Catherine gave Billy right. to do with what he wanted. He started that company because he wanted to honor Neil. I think Neil was probably already a part of it before he died, but after Neil he died, he wanted to beef up the music part of it because Neil was such a big music fan and it's jazz thing. And that's why Devon really wanted that company to be about something. But now, um, I don't even know what it's about because all they do now is prop up Billy's fucking podcast that went belly up. 
Now, and I don't understand how they get in the podcast business. Girl, let me tell you the most Lord mercy. I have seen in my entire life. <laughs> episode today, so y'all gonna let me rant. I'll just go ahead, go ahead. I will damn it delete all the recordings tonight to make room if I got to. But listen here. Um, the most boringest ass shit I have seen. They wasted time on this shit, y'all. And I sat there looking at the TV like, is something gonna happen? Is this really all this is? They mm-hmm. didn't write this shit. Darling, know what I'm talking about. You mm-hmm. got uh, young people that should be somewhere in the bed fucking and, and create the who's the daddy storyline. Um, Alan yes, and Noah sitting on the damn couch. They <laughs> listen to a podcast, y'all. They're not even listening to the podcast out loud. They got fucking earbuds in. Ain't nobody at the house but them. Who they gonna disturb? Nobody. They a damn person. In, listening to the podcast and they take little breaks. Ooh, I think it was the ex-husband and I think he shot her. Uh-uh. I think it was the the best friend and 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 they and the best friend pushed off a clip. Mm, you gonna be wrong. Ooh, the commercial over. Okay, let's go back. And they sat there wasting screen time. They sat there in silence, you guys. Like, it was oh, awful. Uh, my degree is in broadcasting and I, 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 I DJed for many years and I was the production manager and I also was the station manager. And the one thing, the number one rule in media, whether it's the radio or the TV, is that dead air is death. If you got more than five seconds where nothing is being said, you are losing audience because ain't nobody sticking with you for no full fucking minute of silence when they can go to another radio station and the music is over there bumping or they can flip to a different Mm -hmm. station and they got something on there. They sat there with Noah and Allie on three or four different scenes with them with damn earbuds in their ear talking to each other about what they listening to. Why can't I it hear what to? That might make me a little bit more interested in these fucking podcasts. Oh, y'all mean to tell me y'all wasn't even uh, privy to what was being No, we had to use our goddamn imagination. Oh, Man, when God. I tell you it was silence and the two of them sitting there looking and staring into fucking space in the silence with their earbuds in and then talk about, oh, it's getting good now. The fuck is getting good? Nothing we ain't hearing a damn thing. Stop not this it. Show. Not this show? Okay. I've had right. two hot people sitting up here that should be somewhere having sex. That, that actor that plays people. Noah is absolutely hot. That boy oh, he's cute. is hot. That boy's face is very, very, very pretty. For real. And it's just, yes. So, yes, this podcast business. Oh. Wasting it with him sitting here with a pretty little Asian girl talking about something. Oh, we were both wrong. It was the so he's supposed time. to be sweaty. He's supposed to be sweaty. That's what that boy is supposed to be. Why you not even paying no fan service over there? Though? He ain't the kind of hoe his daddy is. I tell you that. If you want hoe service, you gotta go to Nick. You gotta go Nick. The six seven, you know. Yeah, Nick is fine and everything, but you know Nick needs to really settle his dick down. It's you been it's been everywhere. They just sent Faith to college. She ain't even lost her virginity. Like they missed so many <laughs> kids. Faith should have had the storyline where she was like, "Well, I really like Moses, but 
I I want to go to the next step, but I'm not sure about it. Like they didn't have nothing. They could have had a whole thing where Sharon sat down and talked about, well, girl, let me tell you about my life. You know, you know they used to be I had young sisters. I, I was in high school when I had Mariah and 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 um with the little baby name we lost. Damn it. Um Cassie. What, what, Cassie. When I had Cassie and Mariah that I didn't even fucking know about because I was so knocked out. I was in high school, baby, and it wasn't easy. So mama just going to tell you, if you're going to be out here bouncing on the boys, make sure everybody is on birth control. You on a pill and you got an IUD and you're using some foam and a cup and a diaphragm and some condoms and some pills and the shot, whatever they got, baby. Just be on the whole cocktail of it because... You don't want to go down the same road that I went down. And then mm-hmm. you know, Can I tell y'all something that might infuriate y'all? Yeah. I want Sally to get pregnant by Nick. Gross. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nick Newman don't need no more damn churn. Period. <laughs> Nick don't even need to have no more damn sick. should be working on Nick's first fucking grandchild at this point. I'm tired. His Y'all remember when Nick was sleeping? Didn't didn't Nick bring like two or three strange women home um, in one period of time? Um, I don't know. I think it's after she, his relationship blew up with Sharon because he had slept with Phyllis. This is when Phyllis, I guess, was having hate sex when she was dating Billy or something mm-hmm. way back okay. then. Didn't he have like three randos? Do y'all recall the time? Y'all don't okay, so now I guess y'all just don't recall the time, but there was indeed in in fact the time Nick Nick Newman had like three pieces of strange come through his pop mint. It was pretty damn gross. I remember. Well, he's just like extra strange, just like incidental, no, just not like, like well, you know, um, he he's had my big things with yeah. right, correct, exactly. Oh, okay, that's probably why I don't remember because I'm like. Nick the men just about with everybody. Oh, oh, he has, up in there. you know, just in Victoria does the same thing. Y'all know Victoria is known and notorious for going and picking up uh, men and banging them in, from bars. Yeah. She's done that two or three different times. For, who said that was blackmail that was going to blackmail her? Um, somebody had found out about it. She had somebody in the when she was going, what was the story? That was her and Billy was going through that. And uh, he met her. Yeah, because she was doing that strange show, too. She had a lot of strange men in her bed. Yeah. Always been, um like, quick to go to one of those bars. And remember, one of the bars was a box. One of the dudes was a bartender. Um, and she ended up going off somewhere with him. It was on a boat yeah. somewhere. Y'all remember? Was that before, was that after JT? <laughs> she ended up in Vegas. No, 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 no. The last time Victoria pulled there, remember she ended up in Vegas, and that's when she ran in the spider. That's when Adam was spider when they had first oh, brought it no, back this was the before that. And she was so back, ashamed. Yeah. So she done done it so many times. Yeah. Victoria has done brought has done had sex with strange men in bars. Like yeah, yeah. Nicholas at one point, and it was like this was with, within the matter of like uh, several months. He had those strangers in, and it was just like weird. It's just like they really promote. They get that promote. shit from Nikki. 
Well, that is true. Nikki, that shit um, from Nikki. Nick, what was that? Nikki Reed? Nikki Reed used to love the pole, honey. Honey. You know, I heard that she yeah, had they get that shit from their mom. Their pole, baby. That's how she got money bags, Victor Newman. So you know what? That's a chick. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna be mad at Nikki. I stand Nikki for that. I mean, she. Um, she said she came from the bottom. Now we here. That's right. Her destiny, for real, honey. She ain't got no fake ass destiny. Facts. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and and the proof is in the pudding because um, in, the, in, the, in what I saw, I saw Nikki um, bossing up on Deacon and she uh, got a phone call from Victor and she collaborating. See, that's what you do yeah. when you soulmates and destiny. You do right. your dirt together. together. You, don't, you don't run tricks on each other. Y'all run tricks on others. On other people. That's right. Mm -hmm. I sound hey. So Nictor, Vic, uh, Nictor is on Nictor. another level. Uh -huh. That's right. Well, I think I've vented my spleen plenty on Young and the Restless. Bubbles, thank you for this opportunity. I do appreciate it. And I'm going to let you have this show to yourself because I ain't watching no more Young and the Restless until I don't, I don't even know what's going to get me back. I just know. I'm going to tell I will keep y'all updated when uh when uh the Judas, known as Nate, pulls his final move so I can see <laughs> if some because somebody going to take a swing at him. Somebody got yeah. to. Darling, please please tell me uh that they give Sally who's the daddy, please, because I, I really want this happening. I will start watching it again. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. If I if I'm I, I have no I have no hope that the show will do it. If they didn't let Elena have a who the daddy after bouncing between cousins. I don't know if they'll let Sally have one after her having a, a hookup with two brothers. So yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I won't be sad about that one. <laughs> Nick only she is, it need to be Adams, damn it. Nick got enough damn church. That's right. Yeah, Nick is done with kids. He even got kids that ain't his, so we gonna let him yeah. he got him yeah, he his Twilight baby. No, no. let his bird yeah. dry up like Eric Forster after he found after he saw his wife <laughs> his ex hope. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, Nick Newman ain't got to do Yes, and damn, D. Can't can out here putting that shit in the atmosphere. I can't believe you. <laughs> Y'all, who is raising Christian? Who is raising Christian? I don't know. Nick. 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 Nick is raising Christian. <laughs> The old dickens and I raising Christian Sam. The closet people raising Christian. Well, on paper, Nicholas is raising Christian. It's most certainly not Adam. To be he never yes, Well, if the show's still on in ten years, they can have Billy, Connie, and Christian be the most effed up brothers in the world. Then. <laughs> well, all right, you guys, we're gonna be in on that for real this time. Thank you. Guys all right, coming up. Um, the YouTube crew, Amaya was over there tonight with the Electra Storm and Miss Queen Libra, SB Rider. Um, Louisa joined us, but I think she's probably gone to bed. Vicky showed up tonight, so thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Um, we enjoy your company. Yes, yes indeed. Thank you. Have a good, good night. night. Good night, Good night everybody. Good night. Good night.